All right, Brian, what's going on, man? I don't have much. You just living. <laughs> living. Yeah. So you show me pictures of yes. this project that we got to follow up on. Yes. So you know, the old youth project that I was talking about. So here are the before. So this is what I did. This is my great artistic ability. Okay. It's some weird kind of stuff. Yeah. And just swipe up. Going on here. Down. Oh, that's up. Oh, that's, wow. That's what they finished. I was so proud. Wow. Like, it was nuts. That's actually pretty they crazy. They actually covered one of my pictures because they were like, this doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, see the house? They made it like a part of the, tr- the mountains. <laughs> the mountains. They turned it into mountains. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. They didn't... Um, they didn't like cover it up. They just made it into mountains. So what I'm looking at is six canvases with random shit on each of them. Mm-hmm. One's got a paw. One's got a tree branch. One just has a dot. What was the dot? Oh, it turned into a planet. One has like a little, what, like a hut? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kids in this youth group made their own interpretation of what was started. Mm-hmm. And turned them into all kinds of weird different shit. <laughs> but it really creative. One's a solar system. There's some mountains with the sunset. Uh, a sunflower seed. Yeah, and like some stars flower. or yep. something behind it. Sunflower and then seeds. just like the paw. I think those are snowflakes. Snowflakes. It was like, it's like, oh, it's, some, it's summer snowflakes. with snowflakes. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Yeah, but but uh, it's, a, it's, a good, it's a cool picture. Um. That's pretty cool, right? Yeah. How how did they uh, like the how did they like the um, the the exercise? It was fun. Uh, the project was it was great, and obviously I talked at the end, but I didn't. They liked it so much that it I only got five minutes to talk. They <laughs> they didn't. Uh, they didn't. Um, They 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 got ten minutes per canvas, so it was timed. So it was not like uh but in between them switching canvases it was like they had to chat so I didn't it wasn't I didn't I didn't I didn't anticipate that time. So Oh yeah. the time of changing. Yeah, the changing the canvas. I didn't yeah. I thought it was gonna be a sixty minute project because sixty minutes, ten minutes, six canvases. But uh, <clears throat> no, I didn't anticipate the the changeover of the canvas. So it was, no, I only got I, I was planning on twenty five to thirty minutes of talking and only got five. But they figured it out way before, like they they seen what I was doing, and uh, and in my tie in. But <laughs> one of one of one of the young ladies was like, "You really know how to stress." Some thirteen-year-olds out, don't you? <laughs> oh, they were stressed. Apparently, apparently, because you know, I only gave them a couple colors. Well, it was supposed to be one color, but per person, had, per person. But we only had four show up, so I had to get creative on the fly on how to make four work for six. To so they ended up getting a couple colors, but that's all they could use. And they kept asking me. You know, to deviate from my roles, I'm like, nope. But ultimately, you know, it's using your gift, colors presenting the gift. So I'm not gonna get all religious, but like, it worked. It it really worked, and they understood. Like that was the gift that you were given, 
use it to the best of your ability doesn't matter what it is you could draw a line on the on the canvas it doesn't matter if that's the best of your ability that's the best of your ability you know what I mean like it adds something too but they took it to a whole nother whole nother level and I was so proud of them they did great work that's pretty cool it's a interesting idea yes but it's it's really cool to see that what they came up with yeah. I mean that's huge difference I'm already working on my other my next uh Danny she's the one I work with with the youth and She's waiting. For one, she didn't know, or she, she she told me she didn't. She's never seen the kids so excited about youth on Tuesday. So that was nice. Uh, that was a good compliment. Um, but no, we. She wanted to, and I told her a couple of my new other ideas just just so I can get her tie in, because. Like I'm, I'm, I have ideas. I have a lot of ideas. I just, I don't. Are you writing them down on paper? Or are you just letting them come and go, or how are you? How are you organizing all these ideas? Bro, you don't, I don't write anything down. That's I why just, I asked. <laughs> I <would> just... <laughs> yeah, I let them come and go, but but they get better in my head as they come back. So, like, when I when the idea comes back to me, I tend to. It's on a new thought. And it's like, oh, yeah, I had this thought. So, and then it just builds. It's like an old idea gets tweaked and it's better. and Right. So, I have I have a couple weeks to come up with something. But um, the, next, the next one, though, I have a relief, though, because the next one, since spring break's coming up uh, for the kids here, um... She, uh, Danny's already got like you know Belmont Park freaking already lined up and that's gonna be a day so like a visit to a park yeah so um so I got a few more weeks to kind of tweak the ideas I have and I have a few um they're they're twisting um I have a, a basic start so one of them's gonna be like think um and this is going to be more for like to help the kids memorize verses or or you know uh, just mainly for that because uh, at summer camp when we go to summer camp uh, me and Danny are talking about like maybe t- bringing that back to something so it'll be an exercise to kind of help them memorize some things something some things that could help them in the future what and what not but uh think Jeopardy um but then I have another idea that uh, I think um think like the game of life yeah um, like the, so like the board choices. game yes yeah so choices That's so of, old right <laughs> screw you <laughs> but they, I played it when I was a kid <laughs> yeah, it's a too. fucking old game man <laughs> so think like that but with hula hoops and categories so, um, but it's gonna, it's gonna tie in, like, the more and more I think about it, the more and more I'm tweaking it, the more and more, I feel like the kids would have fun, um, it, it gives them a break from certain things, cause they'll get to ask the questions, they'll get to make the choices, every choice has a consequence, every choice has a benefit. Like having a family if you didn't want one, like in a game of life, like, 
like theoretical stuff or just stuff in the game? Yeah, not going that far. As, like, I hope they don't ask those kind of questions. Uh, but more like Good Samaritan kind of like how to be just a basic manner manners kind of just different seeing different people's views on different things like that's that's more what I want to focus on like because you know <clears throat> you know in my life I've ran into so many people that have just thought different or whatever and if you're not open to that thought process it can cause some stuff you know so you gotta learn to be open and that's one thing that I've learned in my lifetime in my experiences um kiddo man what are you doing scotch <laughs> so my puppy here he's being playful um but no, like, you know, that's the that's a big thing, like learning where people come from, and this is kind of the same thing, but a smaller scale. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm tweaking it. It's it's in my head. I feel like the kids will have fun. Kind of like think like yeah, life with um uh when I say categories, more like Red Rover, Red Rover. That's a completely different game. Right? <laughs> That's what makes it great. <laughs> I'm like combining because it's like your choices are going to put you in, when I say categories, it's going to put you in a different hula hoop kind of thing. Oh, like a different, with a different group of people. Yes. I see what you're saying. Poop, oh, okay. With a different group of people. So it's, yeah. it's like, and you're going to switch and switch and switch throughout the whole game because different people are going to ask a specific person a different question. And then where you end like I'll have those hula hoops with a lesson at the end and mm. I'll explain the lesson that you're in at the end right I feel like it'd be fun yeah it's interesting let me I just take a second and mention how violent of a game Red Rover Red <laughs> Rover was as kids <laughs> the fact that we were allowed to play that as kids like in general is preposterous to me like as vile as as nice of a game as it was, it was pretty violent. And for anybody that doesn't know what it what Red Rover Red Rover is, you stand in a line holding hands across from another line of kids holding hands, and then the leader of one line will say Red Rover Red Rover send Johnny over, and then that kid from the other side has to sprint across whatever distance there is between lines and try to break through the arms of the people on the other side. And there are so many times that heads would bash, arms would get twisted, because you're holding each other's arms by your hands, and if you don't break through their arms, then you pretty much get the equivalent of a seatbelt in a car crash, like wrapped around your, your chest or waist, and then you're stuck on their team, and you're in addition to their line. But if you break their arms you get to take whoever you want from their line and add them to yours and you both go back. So, And that's the part of the game I'm talking about, <laughs> not the yeah. crashing into people. Okay. <laughs> Just the taking of people? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that game was... I can remember playing it on several occasions. It's like snapshots. And it's like... It was, be- it was the faster you were and the more violent your collision w- was with 
the other people's arms, the better chance you had to break their grip. So you would run full clip across right at the fucking kids' arms. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people got hurt, but there was definitely some bumps and bruises. Well, I but that's good. I definitely learned running at someone, not their arms. So running at somebody. They, they shift. They shift. Yeah. <laughs> Which increased your odds of breaking the hands. So fun fact and little nitpick cheat code on that game if there was cheat codes back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah not, not, not really. Not really. Just, that was, like, the PlayStation <laughs> was like brand new back then. Yeah, but I'm just saying in that game it'd be like a cheat code. Like I don't even think it was out when I was playing Red Rover, Red Rover. There was no PlayStation. Like uh, N64 was the best thing you could get or like a Sega Genesis. Like a Sega Genesis was the best thing you could get. I was still playing an Atari. I was playing... an original Nintendo. Yep. Nintendo and Atari. And then Sega came out. Shoot, I was in middle school, I think, when Sega came out. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. God, and then so long in ago. 60, uh, Nintendo 64 came out when I was 8th, ninth grade. I felt like it was later in life. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was that far. Well, you, you graduated high school in 1964, so... Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, shit, I can't remember. I remember the Cube, the Nintendo Cube was brand new when I was oh, in high school. I totally forgot about the Cube. Yeah, that, no. that was new when you were in high school. I was graduated already. Yeah, I was, in, <laughs> I was still in high school. And I remember going over to a friend's house and playing it, um, fucking off being a rebellious teenager, like not, not having my parents know where I was and shit like that. I was at somebody's house playing Nintendo GameCube or run around country roads but I know my senior year the Xbox the original Xbox or the first the Xbox. first Xbox 360 that's what it was I think the no, first Xbox no, was like, Xbox 3 was it just no, Xbox it was just Xbox oh it was just Xbox and then 360 then came out came out later yeah no I remember the 360 was the like the white one yeah and then after the 360 the one came out right yeah it was 360 and then the one. And, and now, now it's, it's the, the X, the X or the S. Yeah, whatever. X, no. Xbox. But no, like I was... One X. I, I was think. X. Or I was just Xbox. That was my senior year, I remember. Because I traded an Xbox I had one of those in car. high school. Did you really? <laughs> my senior year. Yeah. That's a good trade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it got me to working back, so... Yeah. I didn't play my... My mom bought me the Xbox for like my birthday or something. I, I didn't play video games, so... I ended up trading it for a car. I haven't touched my Xbox or my computer to play games in like since before deployment. Like for like it almost two years. I still play with my son. So I like my <laughs> Xbox three sixty. Because I have an Xbox three sixty. I don't have a Oh you gotta upgrade one. You get at least get an Xbox One. They're cheap now. Oh no, that's what it is. Xbox One. Okay. That's what it is. That's what he probably he probably a kid his age. Yeah, so we still. He's like Xbox 360. You mean like Atari? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what it feels like, dude. <laughs> right. Before the, before I went on deployment, I played a an Xbox 360 game that was backwards compatible on my Xbox One. It was a game I loved when I was in high school, and I was like, let me play this and see if it's still fun. It was a, a Greg Hastings Paintball Two, and I. <laughs> 
I started playing it. I paid like 10 bucks for this game. I started playing it and I was like, what the fuck? How did I like this game? I felt like the my character was like moving slowly. The, the mechanics of the way like you held, it held the gun, the paintball <laughs> gun didn't make sense. The way the paintball gun moved didn't make sense. I couldn't fire as fast as like my fingers were hitting the trigger on the controller faster than the gun would shoot in the game. I was like, this game is terrible. But it, I mean, if you think about it, that was two decades ago. It was the last time that I played it when I was like, ah, maybe not like a, like 15 years ago, maybe it was the last time I played it. And I mean, <laughs> two decades, you got like 10 years old, maybe. 12. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 13. But, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting up there, but, uh, no, but, uh, yeah, I was like, this is, I've gotten so accustomed through the years of newer games, better refresh rate and like, better graphics and mechanics and like it's more realistic and it's like everything reacts faster you can move faster and that, that game was just terrible I, I put it in and I played it once and I was like yeah I'm not playing this ever again so I kind of wasted 10 bucks what is that noise I don't know I heard it too though. Well, anyways it's, I'm glad your project was a success yes it was Definitely. There was again. Yeah, it's probably a kid next door. <clears throat> but no, like we definitely. It was fun. Like uh, the kids, like I said, I was very proud of them. Like and, you know, like the fact that they got slightly stressed about it, you know, that was part of my tie-in too. Like, you know, so. It was good. It was good. It was a good Tuesday night. That's all I can say. Good. Otherwise, what have you been up to? Yeah, man. Well, I showed up late today because I was fucking running around. <sighs> Woke up this morning, had a coach's meeting, just going over. Like, I've re- I really like the gym that I go to because the the owner and head coach really really promotes like actual coaching, you know, and like making each class, not just going through the motions and this is what we're doing. And then three, two, one go. It's we're coaching as we, you know, as we get through the workout, whatever strength portion portion we're doing or the workout itself. And, uh, it's nice to see that because I've been to a a few gyms internationally now and, uh, I've been to one or two in the area and, it seems like the other gyms that I've been to, it's literally they just, the the instructors, the, the coach tells you what you're doing and then, and then you just do it and then they pretty much just ignore the rest of the period unless somebody's looking confused and then they'll go over what they're supposed to be doing again. So it's, I feel like ballast is a really positive, um, coaching atmosphere and the the people that I know besides me that have gone to other gyms say the same shit like went to another gym coaching sucked the class was the workout was good but the coaching in the class was terrible like the whole point of you going to the gym like half the so yeah you want to work out but the other half of the reason why you go to your gym right is for the people there the community the way the classes are ran all that type of stuff when that sucks you don't keep people coming back to your gym 
and we've had people come in because um, they like move into the area and they eventually get a membership in the gym members now but they're like hey we just moved here and everybody we've asked says you need to go to ballast and that's I think it's really cool to be a part of that coaching staff that has that type of esteem in the in the community but so I woke up this morning and went to a coaches meeting and it was all about hey how are we how how can we be better as coaches and we like went through coaching each other doing stuff right there before our little team workout on Saturday which was it was strangely difficult it didn't I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was and the only thing that was bad about it was uh, the dumbbell snatches 50 pound like two dual dumbbell snatches or cleans sorry squat cleans 50s just felt heavy today I don't know why but it was good and then uh, so worked out coaches meeting worked out went home and ate Took a nap. Went down to San Diego for a tattoo removal appointment. Consultation. Nothing's been lasered yet. But um Which one are you getting removed? So I was gonna get the shark tattoo on my forearm removed and that tattoo on my inner bicep removed. Enough removed enough to like lightened to be covered up because I'm just gonna get a sleeve. Like thirty hours of work around like five thousand dollars. Not including the laser removal, and uh, but I'm 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 on the fence about it. I'm thinking about not doing it. So we'll see. And now that I've got the consultation out of the way, if I decide to go forward with it, um, I can just text text them uh, Guru Tattoo down in San Diego, and they'll just do it. They'll like set me up an appointment. It takes like 15 minutes each session. But it's because it's too black to cover up. Like black's apparently really hard to cover up. And unless I was just going to do like all black, you're going to be able to see the lines through a new tattoo. But yeah, I'm going to hold off for now. Makes sense. Yeah. And then and then <laughs> when I left to go there, I had to return some shit to Target because I bought some Tupperware that was broken. And when I left my house, I forgot all this stuff to record a podcast. So I went from I went from my house, from my apartment to San Diego, passed here, passed took the 163, and passed here to go back to my apartment to grab all this shit because I forgot about it, and then I fucking zoomed back down here. So by the time I get back home, I will have driven today for over four hours. Bro, I reminded you. I know, and I forgot when I, I left. I, like, I took a bro. nap. I took a nap and I was it's like, like, "You got the stuff, right?" I, I, I fucking, I, I, I took a nap and then I got up and I was like, "Fuck, I need to leave." So I grabbed this shit for Target and I was like, "All right, that's all I, that's all I need." And then, and then I left and I, I was five minutes away from my apartment. And I was like, "Fuck," I was like, "Do I have time to turn around?" <laughs> In my head, and I was like, "No, I don't." I was like, "Well, I'm gonna have to buy some gas to make it back home from Vaughn's house because." I ain't going to make it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to have to f- find a gas station close because I got like 15 miles left of range on my truck. So, long day, but, dude, my week has been pretty good, I think. Um, we got to go to a McQuist graduation. One of the Marines in my unit went to McQuist course. So, I, w- I was in Miramar yesterday. Yeah, Friday. 
I was in Miramar Friday morning for McQuist graduation, and uh, uh, I got Monday off this week, so I, I get a three-day weekend. Got an extra day to relax and cook food for the week, so. Uh, and not much new going on, though. No. How's you and Layla? Good. Yeah. Yeah. We still talk. Yeah, it's funny, like, uh, I won't text her for a while. And she'll just text hi. And I'm like, got to text back. <laughs> I get excited. I don't know why. But um, no, it's, uh, it's good. She don't like tattoos. That's yeah. that's why I'm like holding off. Like, I kind of want to do it because I, I want to make myself happy. But I'm not going to be inconsiderate when it comes to somebody that I potentially will have in my life. If it becomes anything at all, like not hold my breath, but if it does, it gets kind of disrespectful to just completely disregard her opinion. You know what I mean? So like she just doesn't like him at all? Or? No, no. She likes the she likes what I have, but she doesn't like like fucking sleeve tattoos. Gotcha. Yeah. She's like, it's, she's like, I like it the way it is. Small. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, well, for, I won't do it for now. Like we'll see what happens in the future, but yeah. Scott, you gonna say anything? Does he bark? He ain't going to right now, but yeah, no, he he's content. Yeah, when he's in his ordinary mood, he talks back. Yeah. You gotta get him going though. Gotta get him riled up. Yep. Yeah. No, he, uh, what were you What were you gonna say before we started recording that you were like immediately getting frustrated over? You like said a half a word, and then you started getting frustrated. And you're like, oh, we'll see if the conversation goes there. What was that about? I wanna I wanna break that down. Whatever that is. Do you remember? No, but I can, the only thing it talks. And I'm talking like that. I can think of that. Mm. Bro, get out my face. I remember buying stuff. Yep. Yeah, buying, buying stuff. Buying a house. You trying to buy a house? Yeah, it had to be that then. Cause, <laughs> so I'm using. From your reaction, I would say that that was probably it. Yeah, that happened this weekend and, or this week. So since I'm moving to Fort Worth, uh, I want to buy there. So I'm going to buy. Am I going to rent? Um, figure I'm at a good time in my life to where buying makes sense. Do you know the average age in America to buy a house, to own land, property, whatever, real estate, went from like 27 like a couple decades ago to like 32 now? That's the average uh, age of of an American when they first own real estate. I'll be thirty-seven. So yeah, so you're and you're you're up there. You're <laughs> you're making an average worse, man. <laughs> Either way, uh, anyway. So I figured it'd be it's that it's that time. So that's what I'm gonna do. Um, but no, I I'm learning. Uh, I haven't got a house picked out yet, but like I went through a lender just to see what kind of what I'd be dealing with. Um. So, like, I just ballparked uh, my price range. Um, 
they went with the lower end just to give me idea just give me an idea of everything so just out of curiosity what's your price range and what what's the availability of that in Texas oh so uh, I'm looking at a three bed two bath and my price range is anywhere from uh, 250 to a little over 300 is where I want to be and that's what puts my that's, mortgage where I want it to be that's cheap for Texas or that's that's a lot for Texas. I mean, that's cheap here. Or that's that's like a shitty ass little house here. Yes, here in Texas, that's a that's a substantial amount. Yes, like yes, I've uh, my real estate agent out in Texas. The person I'm working with, she's already sent me uh, four listings. Uh, I like I really like two of them. I'm waiting for a couple more because I'm gonna go out there in May to look. Uh, we're trying to get a a list of at least four or five houses to look at um, before I make a decision. But I just wanted to know where my, like I just wanted to go through a lender to see where my mortgage was going to be to kind of get my price range. Cause I've never bought a house, so I don't freaking, I don't know what my price range is. Like that's the first question I ask you. That's the first question the real estate agent asks you. Is, yeah, man. What's your so, price range? So, so I'm like, I have no clue. Yeah. So, so I was gonna, I was looking at buying a house uh, in like December, January. But the housing market's fucking terrible right now. It's it, seller's market for sure. Oh yeah, it's like twenty percent up uptick compared to what it would normally be. So I forego that option. Forgo, forgo. I didn't do that, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um, so obviously I have an apartment now with the one year lease. But I'm a, I'm hoping in a year that won't be the case. It's going to be a little bit friendlier to buyers. And my price range was like three fifty to five hundred. And uh, if you get like a VA home loan, you don't have to have a down payment and uh, a mortgage between that range, like three fifty, like four hundred, three fifty to four hundred. I'll just say that it's like mortgage is like seventeen hundred dollars, seventeen hundred bucks. That's it a month. Yeah. It's cheaper than what I pay for my apartment. <laughs> I should have just bought a fucking house anyways here, right. you know. But so yeah no so that's but in yeah, Texas the VA loan so yes the VA loan you say funny how you say zero down right so this is this that links in there's some fees what, but there's no no there's like literally everything can roll, be rolled in the loan like you'll like, right it can it can yeah no, like that is the purpose of the VA loan right is you put zero money down mm-hmm. like that is the purpose of the program like the lender normally would like in a in a conventional freaking house buy from my understanding I'm not an expert and I don't claim to be an expert and I won't, won't claim this is my <laughs> first house but from what I've learned from talking to people and I've been dealing with this for about about three weeks and I've been on websites and I've I've asked a lot of experienced people people that have bought houses multiple times I've asked people that um uh, you know, been in the business for a while, like real estate, uh, you know, so I've, I've picked up and I pick up real quick, but the purpose of VA loan is so we don't have to put any fucking money down. And so you just have a place to live. And like everything gets rolled into loan. So like you get a loan for you know, 240, you know, your VA, like really it's going to be, you know, with all the funding fees and fees and all that stuff, like. Really, you're probably gonna look at a loan like more, more so like two sixty five, right? Yeah. Whatever. Like, 
it's not supposed to affect your your rates in any way, your shape, or form. Whatnot. Right. Yeah. It's not supposed to. Um, that's because the VA is the lender's guarantee, right? They're like if you were to something were to happen, the way I understand and the way uh, I've read and whatever, like PMI, we don't do because that's the VA. That's the portion of it that. So the reason why you got to put twenty percent down is to cover PMI and all that stuff. Like it's PMI. Uh, I don't know that much about it's mortgage insurance. It's business. Okay. So, per, uh, I personal don't know P, personal. Mortgage. I don't know what the P stands for, but like it's mortgage insurance. So basically, it's like insurance to cover like the mortgage. I don't if know. you get foreclosed or something. Yeah. So. It, it protects the, the investor, which is the lender. So, um, but we are supposed to be able to roll all that stuff and do, clo- I mean, you're talking closing costs, everything. We should be able to roll that into the loan, ultimately, because PMI is covered for us through the VA. That's the guarantee. Okay. Right. Up to like $36,000, right? Okay. So, yeah. I don't think the lender understands the VA and that comes to my frustration. The lender you've been talking to? Yes. Um, And I'm like, (laughs) and I even asked her, I was like, because they wanted me to come up with like 18 grand. Dude, just talk to Navy Fed or USAA. And that's the thing is Navy Fed, that's who I banked through. Yeah. And I've heard stories where they'll look at your count and they kind of fucking do the same damn thing. Like, so I talked to Navy Fed about a home loan. Mm-hmm. Like I went, made an appointment and went and talked to them and they told me that they could probably waive all the fees and incorporate them into the home loan and pre-approve me up to a certain amount, but scotch off scotch don't, you can't climb the table, bro. But, um, obviously I didn't buy a house, so I didn't go down that route, but it didn't seem like that complicated of a process no. through Navy Fed. No, I don't know the bad things not. you've heard. I would rather, I think, borrow money through for a home loan through USAA. Well, the thing is, USAA is gonna they're gonna they're gonna go through a, a, another party. Yeah, but it'll be a VA loan through a third party, just like how the USAA doesn't give you motorcycle insurance. They yeah. won't. They will not provide you motorcycle insurance. They they provide you motorcycle insurance on the behalf. of through, I think it's Geico or Progressive, Whatever. Progressive on behalf of USAA. Right, right. right. You know, yeah. so. I mean, and it'd, it'd be the same thing through for a home loan. Yeah. Like, um, no, like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I started, like, literally, I, I'm going to, I didn't start, uh, actually, I did start. I've actually been called by United Veteran like five times already, um, but I haven't found a house yet. So, like, I, I plot, like, I, 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 all I need is a pre-freaking approval. That's I was say, I just get a pre-approval. I need a pre, pre-approval letter, which I'll probably just go to Navy Fed, because I've done that before. They just ask you a few questions. They come up with a number. There's your pre-approval letter. Yeah. They don't pull your credit. They don't do anything. They just literally ask you a few questions, and they're like, this is what you potentially could get. Yeah. Right? So, I'm probably just going to do that again, because it was the easiest process in the world. That was through Navy Fed, uh, and I've done that before. But, like I said... I've heard, uh, I have a couple of buddies that have gone, tried to get a home loan. They, they didn't go with Navy Fed because Navy Fed can see all their 
stuff because they banked through them. And they basically was like, we'll do this if you do this because we know you can. Mm. Basically. Hmm. See, so I've banked, like, I've banked with Navy Fed since yeah, 2008. Since 2007. <laughs> 2007 or 8, yeah. yeah. The 7 is probably right. But... um. But I, for the last three years, I still bank with Navy Fed and have a bank account with them, credit card, loan, uh, personal loan, whatever, right? But all my direct deposits from like my paychecks go to USA because I had a career starter loan with them when I first got selected for a warrant officer. Um, and they require you to bank with them, direct deposit with Navy, with USAA. For the until your loan's paid off, and the loan was a five year loan. I paid it off in like two and a half years, but um, um, so I haven't changed it my direct deposit back to Navy Fed yet. So anytime I need to pay my bills on Navy Fed, I transfer from my USA account. Like all that shit's linked. Yeah. But yeah, so I wonder what they would say about my account because well, I they can't see your USA account. Exactly, That's but I wonder what they would say about because it's pretty much like. My checking and savings with Navy Fed is essentially they're just both savings account. There's a little bit, of, a couple hundred bucks in each, but I don't actually bank through that. The only thing that, so the only thing that I do get paid straight to my Navy Fed account is my my job at Battles CrossFit. That's it. It's like a couple hundred bucks a month. Direct deposit goes straight to uh, that account, <laughs> but my actual job goes to USA. Still, I haven't changed it. So I wonder what they would say, but yeah, but yeah that's interesting. Been, that's been my, like, you're, in a, lady, you're in a lender hunt. Yes, and the, the and like the lady was like, she sounded shocked. Like, and I told her I was like, look, like you're asking me, like you won't lend unless I come up with eighteen thousand dollars of available funds. Okay, cool. Like I can, and she's like, well, you're you're almost there. I'm like, because you got to provide your some of your banking information you're like she's like you're almost there like I'm just like <laughs> it's like okay but like that don't mean that's what that money's for <laughs> right yeah <laughs> like uh no <laughs> like I'm not <laughs> like the purpose of a VA loans so I don't have to put money down and that's what I'm going for yes I plan on paying the closing costs that's why you asked I asked you that question I will come out of pocket for closing costs how much does that usually run uh, that, and I asked her that question and she said for my loan it would probably be around like six grand that's not but bad I didn't want that added to my loan so I would come out of pocket for that mm-hmm. uh, and that was a ballpark number um, that's if I buy a house for roughly two uh, what was it 265 or whatever she which I don't know. I haven't even found a house yet. So, uh, like, then I started talking to some other people, and they're just like, dude, don't even bother with a lender until you find a house. Yeah, but then what happens when you... So, just get a pre... Like, uh, Mass Art and Sellers, he was... He's a good dude. He's just like, bro... Wait, the sellers that I know? Probably not. He was a rotary. It's not... Oh, okay. I don't know same, that. Okay. Yeah, it's not the same sellers that we worked with okay. back in the day. Uh no, um, no, he's bought three. He's bought three houses, and like, he's like, bro, just don't even find a house first. Go get a pre-approval letter. You can literally, you can go online with a lot of these banks and get a pre-approval, like without even talking to anyone. Just find that, do that, 
get a pre-approval, find your house, and then start taking. Then he get he started giving me hints on how to work it, like so I can I can get the best rates because <laughs> he's he's freaking he, he's he learned a lot in his house buying experiences. <laughs> yeah, but by the time he the the one the one method I'm definitely gonna use. Um, but it's basically. So it's basically using the information the bank's supposed to give you and then taking it and being like taking it to other people and being like beat it beat it beat it beat it and then coming back to who you want to bank with and like look at what they'll give me yes yeah and then see and what they can do yeah and they normally can beat it it's <laughs> pretty good as far as like your APR uh, you know there's because they'll start tagging basically what they'll do is from my understanding what he what his pickup was from it is all the little fees yeah, yeah. that they freaking they charge like wave and the stuff. stupid uh, they'll start freaking they'll take from that first to try to beat the rate from the other person so then when you by the time you roll back around the dude will crunch the numbers and be like oh well I can beat it by like 60 70 bucks but Mm. You, but from the original quote, original freaking thing that. How, what's through. the difference? What's <laughs> the like, difference? <laughs> right, it was a big difference. You like, know? like a couple grand. Uh, I don't know, like a couple grand in the long run for sure for rates wise. Yeah, as far as interest and stuff like that. But like, I've always all paid all fees. my shit off early, so that's never really been a bother for me. But but as like the fees of like a couple grand of fees that they normally tack on of stupid shit. Mm, like, just fees. Yeah, yeah. Just stupid fees. That's substantial. Yes. Yeah. So it kind of knocks them out. Like basically when you do that it you're basically just coming back and being like yeah all your dumb fees are I'm not paying. It's basically what you're telling the bank. Right. But you went the long way around. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this time next year I'll, I will be in a, in a house, again, and not in an apartment. We'll see what happens. I'm definitely buying because that's where I plan on ending my career. So, what's up? I mean, I'm definitely buying because that's where I'll end in my career, and then. Oh, I don't. I don't when, care about that. And I just. I think if I stay there for 10 years, 10, 15 years, whatever, uh, you know, a few of those will be while I'm active, and then uh, a few of them will be when I'm not, but, like, I feel I feel like that's kind of my savings account, is how I'm looking at it. What, like, this house? Yeah, the house will be, like, my savings account for when I buy the next time. My forever home, because this is not gonna be my forever home. Forever home. Are you gonna keep it and rent it out? No, I'll, I'll sell. But uh, um, my goal. But I mean, I'll work. I'll work on it. I'll do. You know, I'm 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 a handy, I'm a handy dude anyway. So like, I enjoy doing stuff like that. But like, uh, one of the houses, like one of the houses fits all my needs. Not the greatest. It's uh. The previous owners definitely like different things than I do. Right. I wouldn't say it's like it's re- it's definitely moving ready. Like I feel like it pass a VA, VA for sure, VA inspection for sure. Um, but there's certain colors they use, certain things. The cabinets are like, ooh. <laughs> like 
but like the, the, the spaces. I, so I, I always ignore that stuff because I I can do that. I I personally can. I don't have to pay someone to come in and do cabinets. I can actually build my own. Right. Like uh, you know, like uh, so I don't I don't look at I look at the space and how it's set up. Does is it a is it the plan is the floor plan gonna fit what I like rather than yeah can you envision moving yeah. in and living in that space right so that's yeah. kind of where my mind is is I don't I mean one of the houses that she sent I was like shoot I don't have to do much to this place like paint a couple walls that's it you know yeah I mean the space itself is my style like whoever lived there before. I'd probably get along with those people, you know. Like, yeah. There's a couple of walls. <laughs> hey, who are these people? I want to fucking call them up. <laughs> like, Give me their number. Right? I mean, there's like two rooms, and I'm just like, I don't know what their thought process was with the color. But like, you're talking paint. They they probably just tried it for whatever reason. And then and they realized painting is a pain <laughs> in the ass. And they're like, we're not fucking changing this. Yeah. yeah. So, like. Dude, I painted my first the first house I lived in. You've seen pictures, probably my DI wall, mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 DI ribbon. You know how, <laughs> dude, that shit looked amazing. I will never do that again <laughs> until maybe in an office in my house, in a house I live in way down the road. Right. Like I plan on buying a house here next year, um, and then when I PCS or PCA. Um, Someone knocking on the door? Give me a second. All right. All right. We're going to take a pause. We'll be back. All right. We're back. All right. So. Yeah. Sorry about We that. had a little trick-or-treater. <laughs> yeah. Trick-or-treater. In March. <laughs> but um, yeah. So uh, I plan on buying a house next year. Whenever I PCS or PCA again, I, I plan on renting out. I, fi- I want to find a property manager to rent out the house that I buy. And then I'll buy another house the next place I go. I'm assuming that I can get the rent to cover the mortgage for the first house and then move and buy another house with the next place that I go. So, and then have houses here and there that I have rented out with the property managers getting a, a piece of the action. And then traveling a lot, having a forever home somewhere. I don't know yet where, where yet, but... I want to either I'm either going to be traveling a lot because I want to hunt or I'm going to live somewhere where I can hunt and then traveling a lot for vacation. So it's traveling for hunting or traveling for vacation. It's going to it's one or the other a little bit of both, but yeah. Painting is not fun. And I might I'll probably do something like that the DI wall at my in an office of my retirement actual retirement home one day when I when I have one of those never do recruiting ribbon nope yeah well that's fucking stupid man <laughs> recruiting ribbon that's fucking dumb you don't have cycle pictures and hat plaques to hang up and that's oh, fucking why would God. you ever paint a fucking wall like a recruiting ribbon I have a lot of plaques from recruiting duty <laughs> yeah plaques stupid. from recruiting duties but those aren't like hat plaques no. hat plaques Sorry. is you know what a hat plaque Sorry. is Yes, I, I've hat plaques hat very plaques. different than just a plaque no they're basically the same thing <laughs> except uh, no, they're crazy ass pictures, the man. They're crazy yours ass pictures. Look the same. <laughs> no, 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 and no. And mine no. look different. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, mine are all shaped like a toilet bowl because that's what the hat. That's what the little hat thing is. Yep. 
and they just got a different painting on it. And then it's got they all did different pictures custom to that platoon. Yeah, I got you. I, I, I've seen them. You have you have toilet bowl plaques? No, I have knives and oh okay and uh okay a gladiator mask. Yeah, and things of that nature. That's that pretty look cool. Way cooler than. Nah, but the one yeah, but you don't know how many hours of work I put in to fucking get that to get to earn them bitches. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't understand. You don't, man. I, the I'm physical, recruiting. the physical, <laughs> the physical stress yes. on your body is way yes. different than recruiting. Yeah. Recruiting is hard. Yeah, don't we, get me wrong. We only work twenty four seven, seven days a week yeah. for three fucking. I hear you. Years. I hear you, man. Straight. I hear you, man. No quota. No, no, freaking, no, no. Hey, hey, whoa. No outposts. It is stressful <laughs> mentally. It's exhausting. I will give you that. But the physical toll that drill instructor duty has on your body yeah, is way harder than the physical toll. How many pounds did you gain on recruiting duty? No. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I lost. Yeah. Most, a lot of people lose like... Well, it depends. A lot of... A lot of people lose like 20, 30 pounds on the drill field. I lost, I lost 10. There's recruiters that lose that in freaking distress alone. Yeah, because they work so much they just don't eat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me in, personally, in when I was working and life was great, yes, I did gain a little bit of weight. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say it's the weight gain. It's the fact that when you come back to uh, reality in the Marine Corps, uh, you're not the same level of fitness. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Um, on, on drone shredder duty, you fucking work your ass off, and you just run around all day. So you stay pretty damn fit. The only time I've gotten a perfect, a uh, 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 per- went perfect on the PFT on the run, was on the drill field, because you ran at boots and utes, or or camis, or charlies, or bravos, like. You run everywhere in every uniform. It doesn't matter. I'm not saying that for the three months that you guys are on cycle. Mentally it's, stressful. It's fucking mentally and physically it's, fucked. But Well, for recruiting, it's mentally uh, uh, stressful. Very. Yeah. yeah. Like, bro, I drove out in front of... Like, I was so freaking high-strung one time. I literally took a left turn on a red light because I thought it turned green. Yeah. I fell asleep. That's what my eyes said. I fell asleep at the wheel driving to work one morning <laughs> right. and and wrecked my fucking truck. <laughs> yeah, it's it, uh, no, no. But like I said, we don't. We definitely don't get no breaks from it. Like there ain't no. We get a little break. We we depending on where you it's go. Thirty six month. The freaking just balls of the wall. You do what you do. It's mundane as fuck. Like yeah. Oh my gosh, it gets so mundane. De- depending on where you go for quota. Your quota is not even a break. Seriously. Like, I got lucky. So, I went for one cycle on quota as an ops chief. And then I got pulled back into a platoon after that first cycle because a dude that was supposed to come back from Leatherneck Square from from the dojo, McMap. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he broke his fucking ankle. So, I came back off of quota to fill his hole, the hole that he was leaving. And then I did that. I did a second cycle as a heavy. And then I did a, or was that a third cycle as a heavy? I think it was a second. And then and then I did another cycle as a senior. I just kept working. I did another cycle as a senior. And then they sent me to the pool because we had people at the pool that we'd never filled a hole for, and we needed to send people. And luckily, I was able to go to McQuist course while I was the ops chief. 
that's the best fucking quota in the goddamn world. <laughs> Dog, I didn't wear camis for like fucking three months one time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I didn't wear camis for three months. You go to work Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday are a little busy. Thursday and Friday, you got like a four-hour lunch break. You go to the gym, go home, you fucking not come in sometimes. Like, that was the best. Nice. It was so good. But I'll tell you what, going through that course, I've never cried in water. I, I bawled like a little bitch <laughs> in the pool. Like, underwater, I could feel the tears coming out of my eyes underwater. It was terrible. There's a, there's a couple times where I didn't think I was going to make it. But I did, and that's the best kept secret on a depot. <laughs> is the pool nice. we get breaks here and there even in between cycles like even if it's a one week break or two week break I think I had a one time where it was like a four week break yeah. like breaks on freaking recruiting duty you're gonna fail yeah you you lose numbers oh like yeah I remember the one week of leave with my when I had my kids for the first time I literally shut my brain off didn't think about work you were on leave Oh, that don't fucking mean shit. Bro, you work through leave. Yeah, it's kind of shitty. You don't, like, I learned quick. Like that's, so that's that's unfortunate. I learned quick. That, like, the first week I was like, or the first time I took leave, I was like, okay, cool, yeah. I shut my brain off. I didn't try. I didn't, like, I didn't think about freaking work. And then I come back, and I'm like, oh, man. I just remember the, basically... I lost a lot. I ended up being at work a lot. You know, you're talking, you know, leaving the office at like zero one in the morning for some some stupid freaking reason. But, uh, you know, just to catch up, like, so really, like, yeah, I enjoyed my week with my kids, but like they didn't see me the rest of the freaking time. Um, but I learned quick though when I took the leave for them to. Uh, I learned quick not to do that. So when I took the leave, my second set of leave, right before they left, everything I did with them, I was working. I was working. I literally, like, I remember, like, if I took them to the pool, like, while they were doing whatever they were doing, I was prospecting. I was talking to kids. I was freaking getting numbers. I was getting freaking names. I was getting something for when I came back. I yeah, had like something leads. to follow up on. You had a lead, yeah. Fact. Like, that you'd be, so, you would be a good car salesman. Like freaking, like it was, and that's and that and that was just the nature of the beast. Like, you you're working twenty four seven. Like, if you go out on that kind of special duty assignment, especially in the military, and you think I have time off, you're freaking, you're going to fail. Depends on where you yeah. go, though. Too depends no, on where you go. No, I've heard that too. But like, yes, I feel like if you have the same work ethic on a place that historically freaking does great. You're just gonna make. You're just gonna make more money. You're gonna freaking. You're gonna write more. You're gonna freaking do. Oh yeah, like, you'll excel above like average. Like, yeah. The work ethic does not change no matter where you go. Like the work ethic's got to be there. Like it just when you're in that crappy place, the work ethic. You're driving all the freaking time, driving, driving, driving. Like it's just it. It can seem more taxing than if I was at a place that generally draws. A lot of freaking interest so like I don't know like I just in my personal opinion you know cause I, I mean we're we're in San Diego there's one point freaking 
what, 5 million people, 1.4 million people in this area. And I've ran into a couple of recruiters that recruit out of here. Yeah, well, Southern California. And they don't California. believe me when I say I had 12 schools because they only have four out here because the There's so of many. Kids, yeah, there's so many like, RSS. They can't work 12. Like, it'd be crazy stupid to try to work 12. Well, the schools here are all huge. Huge. Yeah. Like, so How big was the school you worked with? My biggest school. Like 300 students? Like yes, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. My, that's my. I grew up in that area, in, like, in, in in that type of atmosphere. Yes. So like I, my biggest school was like three hundred five kids. Like, yeah. Uh, you know the biggest school here has like, or their smallest schools here have like twice as many kids as that. Yeah. Like yeah. It's like uh, like you trip over a contract over here. Like I'm sorry, like yeah, I don't feel, it's not I hard. I don't feel bad it's for a hard. kid. For a recruiter out here, I don't. especially with all the like, ROTC programs that are in schools here, like, a lot of schools in the Midwest don't have ROTC programs. No, like I didn't have one. Not my exactly. Own, not my own. But in, oh, there are so many schools here, high, especially high schools that have like junior ROTC. But so, military parents are the worst parents to work with, anyway. So just because they try to like, just, you can't lie to me. They try to they, like. They think that. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, and you don't know the new rules, right? Like it's it's like I'm not trying. I'm not lying to you. I'm. I'm telling you how this is. <laughs> I'm telling you how this works now. Yeah, like because I went to school. Yeah, you know, within the last couple of years, and I, and you were recruited, fucking seventeen years ago. Right. You don't know the new. It's different. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they think they know. That's the problem. Like, but anyway, so it's like, yeah, they're they're, they're, they're yeah. Uh, but no, like, yeah, no. So you work, you work twenty four fucking seven, like. There's no weekends. The greatest thing about it, though, is what I miss about, like, I literally miss about recruiting duty. If I, I mean, because sometimes I think about going back um, because I miss the fact that I'm at work 24-7, but during my working time, like, and I'll, I'll when quote When you sit that, in the office? Well, I quote, dude, never be in the office. Never be in the office. There, uh, like, I understand now why my recruiter was never in the office. Like, I'd always go when I when I when I joined. I remember going to the freaking Marine recruiting office like multiple so who times. Si- so who sits in the office? No, nobody. Like there should be never anyone in the office ever. You're out. So what if I want to join the Marine Corps? You, I, and I go to the I'm office. I'm going to find you. Nah. Yes, I'm going to find. Like literally, I will find. That's you. That's the mentality of recruiters. Yes, uh, I will find you. Uh, that's that's a good recruiter. A good recruiter, I will find you. Like, I'm not looking for, I'm not waiting for you to come to me. Yeah. I'm going to find you. Yeah. Like, so. I had, I had to call my recruiter. Like, well, I like went to me the, too. Me too. Like, I, I went to, to the office and I didn't find him. Yes. So I called him. I, now I understand why they're never in the office because we're, we're, we're finding, like, I don't, like, you're just a bonus. You came to the office. You're a bonus. Right. Like, yeah. I'm, you sought I'm, me out. Yes. You're an that, extra, you're an extra that's, number. That's a, that's, that's a surprise. That's a, that's a. We call it a freaking birthday gift on the recruiting field, like out there. Because I joined, I joined, I joined when I was a junior in high school. That that, that doesn't year early. Like OT does not happen. We call office traffic. It doesn't happen as like what people think. Like we don't just sit in our office waiting for someone to come. People volunteering. Like no, you get persuaded. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't happen. I was a true volunteer. Like I went because I remember I went to the Marine Corps recruiting office when I joined like two or three times and I finally. Ran into one of the Air Force recruiters, and I, he tried to, like, I seen now. Now I know what he did. I didn't know what he was doing before, but I was pretty set on the Marine Corps. So I was like, uh, "Yeah, I just need his." Uh, and so he, 
took down my name and number and then gave it to the recruiter. Mm. Recruiter called me, uh, and so on and so forth. So, but those guys, I mean, even being out on recruiting duty, like those guys do sit in there. There's someone in their office all day. Yeah. All day. That's not, Chair force. not find that. Chair force. Like, let's not talk about the Air Army? Force anymore. I'm going to get frustrated if we like, keep well, talking about the Air Force. Uh, Air Force Army, freaking okay, Navy. Like, they, all the other branches, I don't like they, the have Navy someone, they have someone eh, in their office. Let's just not talk about any of the other branches because I'm really biased <laughs> and, and, and bigoted against yeah. the uh, only sailors, office, soldiers, and airmen. Yeah, the only office that you'll find a Marine Corps recruiter in 24-7 is the office of the boss. Yeah. The boss is always going to be there. Yeah, the boss hat is going to be there. That's the what that's what I'm saying. Somebody's there. No, my office. Yes, someone. Like I had an office with a boss. Yeah, but our our station had three PCSs. So, like PCSs, different are, than permanent change of station. Yes. Why do we have Why do we have Why do we have the same acronym for different shit? Right. Is beyond is beyond <laughs> me. So there's different. So you have the RS recruiting station. You have the RSS, and then you have uh, a personal freaking right uh, station. Right, a personal whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like I don't know. So like my 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 recruiter uh-huh. had an office in my town, and then like one or two other towns, uh-huh. and then he had an RSS yeah. that was. In a completely different town. A completely different town That's where your boss 30 minutes be. away. That's where the boss was. Yeah. Somebody there all the time. Yes. And then the RS was in the, completely in the state different. capital. Yeah, right. So and that's where I shipped out of. Yes. Yeah. So, like, yeah. So, like, yes. I Like, certain, some, some offices, uh, like, if you're in a big city, you're going to be in, you're, most of the recruiters are going to be at the RSS. Right. And there's going to be very few small PCSs. Or other personal offices yeah. out and about. Yeah. So, uh, my station though was I was in the RSS, which you could basically call a freaking lone recruiter man PCS because I was the only recruiter. Then I had my boss. He's not a recruiter. And then yeah, Marshall the, Town, he was a career recruiter, right? No, career he, recruiters he aren't recruiters. Just, no, he was just a boss. Like he was an eighty four eleven that just made a boss. Yes, sometimes you get a career recruiter as your boss, but but they are not really recruiters. No, not really freaking. They just do admin, basically, in my mind. But uh, yeah. some of them do. Some of them actually freaking still help. Help. But, uh, do they give those numbers to you guys because they yeah, don't need numbers? Yeah, they don't. They're not on that. Like their number is our number. Right. Their number like, is the number of the station. Yes. So they so, just help feed you your guys's numbers. If right. they help at all, yes. If they, if they don't give a fuck, yeah. then they just make you y'all y'all work. Right. So, but yeah. So, yeah. No, I was never in the office. Like, if I got office traffic, um, I was lucky enough to be in a boss, like in an area where my boss was in my office. So, if I did get office traffic, he would be like, "Hey, this dude, name a number. This dude swung in." Whatever. Yeah. So from what I've heard, that normally a good boss in an RSS will give the lowest guy in the office the numbers so that he can help get that guy's numbers up. I wouldn't call that a good boss. <laughs> I would call that a save recruit program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, his career didn't get fucked over because he didn't get one kid. Yeah. 
I don't agree with that method. I agree with giving that contract the the heavy hitter. The highest paid? Yes, because they're doing the most work anyways, so I'm, give it another one. Um, I see what you're saying, and I, and I can agree to that. But don't reward in a place shittiness. in a place where the number spread is not a lot. Say everybody's got seven. I don't know what's a normal number. How do you judge it by um, a quarter? No, so like or a month. Well, I was on recruiting duty. Uh, while I was on recruiting duty, the numbers break down like this. So the RS is on for like six hundred a month, right? Six hundred kids that month needs to join. That's okay. the number they're getting from district. Okay. Right. Uh, or sorry. Let's break 70. it down. What's sorry, six hundred a year. Yeah, yeah. So I was, was gonna say six hundred a, a month in fucking Iowa is yeah, not sorry. happening ever. Six six hundred a year. Yeah, seventy a month. Se- around seventy a month. So right? that's. So then you break that down with between seven recruiters. No, no, no. Theoretically. No, hold on, hold on. Let me just... oh, come on, man. I'm trying to make it simpler. <laughs> no, I'm. Because I want to go back to what I was saying. So, RS, they're on for seventy a month. That gets broken down. Between however many RSSs they have. We'll just say they have 10. Oh, yeah. RS, capital RSSs. Right. Okay. So yeah. now seven so per 10. RSS. But then that's numbers broken down by uh, QMA. Okay. So quality male applicant. That is broken down. So if I'm in, an, like, so me being in Iowa, West Omaha has, Omaha in general has like 1. fucking 8 people, thousand or a million people. <laughs> like it's, a crap ton of people, right? So they're going to get a bigger number. Yeah, they're going to get a bigger piece of the pie because yes. they have a bigger so portion of the population. They're in also going to be a district. one of five. They're going to be a five, one in five recruiting station. Mm-hmm. So they're going to have five recruiters with one boss. That's when I, when I, when I say one in five. They're gonna, so, so what was your station? My station was a one in four. Okay. It was a one in three. Less populated area. Less, very less populated area. Okay. So it used to be a one in three. We kind of, the CO, when he came in, he kind of re- from the RS. From the RS, yeah. He reorganized. He reorganized, and we became a one of four. So he, he didn't want any more. One so how three. much? How many a week were you were you required? A week? We Do you measure it to a week? So our numbers as a personal recruiter, yep. you're not really, you could write zeros. You could write zero a month. It doesn't matter. Like as a recruiter, it doesn't matter. The station's the, the one getting graded. So your station, RSS, your station had four. Your we RSS normally, had what number? About five or six, depending on... A month? A month. Okay, so there's four of you. Yes. Let's say three of you have one. Mm-hmm. And the last guy is struggling to find somebody. He's got some leads, and then there's a walk-in. Why not help that guy out? Nope, I'm giving him to whoever writes the two. Everybody else got one? Yep. Where? Who's your heavy hitter? What? What? What breaks that down? The guy that averages the most. So you're going off your monthly. monthly. So what if you're a brand new guy that checks in off the school? He might get that contract. He might get it. Why he would might. you fuck him over if he's brand new? You know what I'm saying? I'm, but you're not fucking. So here's the thing: is recruiting is a whole different game. I hear you. Here's it sounds a, like you're fucking him over if you're not no, helping you're not. him out a little bit. No, you're not. So he's brand new. He is brand new. But you prove that he. If you give him that contract and he becomes not he he unreliant reliant on you. Yes. Well. And you find out like six months from now, he cannot recruit. You just screwed him over because the RS the RS is going to come at him like you've already wrote freaking two contracts. So you gave him both those two contracts. So we know you know how to recruit. You're just refusing. They'll say that? Yes. I've seen it done. Fact. No way. Fact. 
Yes. So the RS. So you let him. You off. let him burn because it's best for him in the nine month eval stage. You so let him suck at months, first. In the first. Nine and then months, you start to help him. Yes. So in the first nine months, you'll let him burn because he's learning. He's learning. And that's his savings. That's his saving grace. Because if he, if the RS needs to come out here and help him, the ARIs, the uh, assistant recruiting instructors, have to come out and help him multiple times. They'll relieve him for good of service instead of for good of, for cause. Hang relieve on. him for cause. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They'll relieve the recruiter mm-hmm. of their SDA. Mm-hmm. They don't get a ribbon. Nope. They go back to the fleet mm-hmm. for good of service. No adverse. No adverse. What the fuck? Yes. There's no way to leave drill instructor duty early without adverse paperwork. There's no way. Hmm. You can't do it. You cannot leave uh, drill instructor duty before your 36 months tour is up. Unless you get selected for warrant officer, which has happened. You can't leave it early <laughs> and retain a ribbon and not have adverse paperwork. We had a fucking... I had a I had a guy in my in, in my battalion in my company got selected. He was at thirty months. You're supposed to be at thirty two to rate a ribbon. That's a minimum out of a thirty six month tour. He was at thirty. That was his that was his time to PCS to Wobick. Two months shy. They didn't give him his ribbon. He didn't have a DI ribbon. <laughs> he spent thirty months on the depot and he did not have a ribbon. That's kind of bullshit. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. He did like five cycles. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. He never got to. He never got to go on quota. His quota was going to be on the back end, but he <laughs> worked all the way through it. Yeah. So that is. There's a lot packed into that that yeah. I didn't know about recruiting. Yes. I have a friend that just. I have. I have two friends at the gym. One just PCS to Florida on recruiting duty. Mm. Her husband. Her husband was a fellow coach. Fucking great dude, Daniel Scurry. Great fucking guy. Uh, taught me a lot when it comes to coaching and stuff. And then when it came to Marine Corps stuff, because I've been in the Marine Corps a lot longer than his wife has, I've like helped them out through their PCS and stuff, like a little bit. Just like random stuff he asked me. Stuff with his like medical stuff for, through the VA. But um, so there's some things I'm going to have to break down. I'm going to have to send him a message, get him to call me so I can talk to him about some of the shit you broke down for me. I'm going to tell him to just listen to this episode because that's some shit I didn't know. No, I mean, it's, I had it's, no idea. It's, it's just, and it's, then I have a friend that's in, I have a friend that's in from the gym that's in recruiting school right now. So I, I, he should probably listen to this episode too. No, the numbers game is different. Like it's because that's, that's wildly different than what I assumed uh, recruiting duty to be like no, it's it's. I know it's the it's political. It's a hundred percent numbers. numbers. Yeah, and numbers. And once you figure it, the problem is, is like a lot of recruiters won't try to figure out the numbers. They just it's the go 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 go. They have that go go. But I'm working a nine to five, and they think they have to do a nine to five. No, don't do it. Like get that out of your head right out. Just the do a twenty four seven. Think I'm working seven days a week. Yeah. Explain to your spouse. That you were going always so working. many times, so many times when I was dating freaking Tiffany while we were out there. Remember Tiffany freaking so many times in the middle of freaking <laughs> our our time together, right? <laughs> you don't, don't, yeah, middle you of our time. You want to go into details? Like no, like literally, we'd were, be. Were you banging? You had to leave? No, 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 <laughs> no. Like I take her, I take her out. To take, dinner. take, yeah. Take her you, to dinner. You're on a date. Yeah, 
like our time together, a grocery store, grocery shopping, so many times. Yeah. Would be that's our time together. That's the time she gets for, for me, right? Yeah. And I'd end up talking to a kid. Yeah, you just run to a kid yeah. and be like, "Hey, I have to seize Marine that Corps? moment. I have to seize that moment." How you annoyed was she by that? Oh, she hated it. She freaking hated it. it. Was there was there some animosity there? Oh, I guarantee there was, but like she didn't bring it up until later in life. But like freaking, um, no, like. Did so you explain times. to her that it's temporary? Yeah, it didn't matter. <laughs> obviously, I mean it that wasn't. It, I, <laughs> it didn't like, work out, obviously. Yeah, uh, but no, but, like freaking so many times, I was, she'd get frustrated. I could see it, like, like I, I can remember one night we were at Walmart. One, one night we were at Walmart. We're just getting dinner or getting stuff for dinner, and we're supposed to be back. And I'm, I was making dinner, cooking that night. Yeah, cooking at home. I was yeah. going. Yeah, we were going to do like a thing together. And cook and everything. And I ended up talking to a kid for an hour and a half. In Walmart. In Walmart. Get the fuck out Swear. of here. Did he did he did he enlist? Uh no. I got an appointment out of him, but uh numbers don't count unless they go to boot camp graduate. Uh not a lot. That's you, not true. You lose that true. number if they don't graduate, right? Uh yes, but not true. Numbers always count. Um the kid did not enlist. The kid uh I worked with him, but I enlisted uh from his referrals. I enlisted four other people. There you go. That's some numbers. Yes. D- dude, so man. he didn't. God damn. But someone but else. But he was like, hey, you should go talk yes, to this, you this guy. I got four people out of him. That's pretty substantial. It's a, it's a freaking, cra- it's a crazy world. It's a, it's. That's And I know sales guys, if sales, anyone listening here knows sales, they know what I'm talking about. Freaking, it's, you might not get the dude you think you're getting, or you might not sell or whatever, but. Everyone knows somebody. And I made my money. I made my career. I did a successful tour on the fact that someone knows somebody. Like, I could talk to you. I might not get you. But I I, I interviewed a freaking married couple. Had no interest whatsoever. I didn't care. Trying to get them both, Troy? (laughs) No. Like, and that's the thing. It's like, no. I needed them for interviews. Like, so, when I was on recruiting duty, interviews were more important. Interviews were more important. So if I can get my ten interviews a month, uh, interviews always interviews. You interviews. get graded on interviews. Yeah, there's a whole. Like I said, recruiting duty is a whole different. Oh piece. man, like, it's literally like the me as a recruiter, as the lowest guy out on recruiting duty, the bottom, the 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 the, the, the grinder. I'm worried about my interviews. I need so many. Whatever the st- every station is going to be different. Uh, every place is going to be different. Uh, where I was at. You needed ten every third day. Ten, or you get freaking ten a month, or you get you get you're gonna get a counseling. You're gonna get well, not even a counseling. It's a trip. It's a one way ticket to the RS. You get some freaking formal crap, and you get too many visits down there. You're gonna get a page eleven or whatever. Or an adverse fit rep. Adverse fit rep. Bullshit. So uh, I don't have the patience for that. I'm glad I went. I'm glad I volunteered for John Stroke duty. So, like. (laughs) <laughs> so 10, 10 interviews I didn't care how many like I said you can write in zero I don't care how many people I'm putting in as long as the station that's the boss's problem like if the station fails he fails and then he's getting the fucking paperwork not me right like don't care like so uh, you know like it's just um um you know like so when you're you think big picture here, you're, you're like, okay, uh, 
Yeah, like the the interviews are more important. So I interviewed yeah the married couple. That's where I was going. Like so I interviewed a married couple. I knew both of them could pass the ASVAB, so I could count them as an interview. So that puts me. It was going to put me at like 14 or 15 interviews for a month. So that's good for me. Cool. But did they actually take the ASVAB? No, they took an East, but I can count them. At, as long as they pass the and screening test, I can count them as an interview. I found the echo. Where was it? The echo. If, if this whole episode has been echoed, I apologize. The volume on my computer was on. <laughs> so I don't know if the mic caught it, but I kept hearing a little bit outside my headphone. It was because I didn't mute my computer. So and it was on full blast, so it's muted now. Right. But anyways, yeah, the couple took the ASVAB. Yeah. No, no, they didn't take the ASVAB. So I knew they could pass an ASVAB though. I gave them the East. Both of them scored like freaking 80s. So I'm like, ah, you guys are perfect. But I knew that neither one of these, so these people were referrals from another person. The couple. The couple were referrals from another person. How do you get referred to a couple to ask them to join the Marine right. Corps? Right. Uh, friend of, or one of my police. I was like, <laughs> look, <laughs> I did my thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to sound so fucking weird. Some <laughs> fucked up car salesman, Jack ass right. Jackery. So Jack ass. I asked my police, I need appointments. Uh, cause appointments is what makes you go home. You got to have so many appointments for the next day. If you don't have appointments, you're going to work 24 freaking seven. Like they don't care. Like fact, like every third day with your numbers, you're saying every third day you had to have at least one appointment. No, because ten a month. Every day, I had to have a point. So appointments are different than interviews. Interviews. Oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. God damn, man! So, I don't even know if I want to hear the rest of this. I, I want to hear. I want to hear. Yes. I want to know what you went through. Yes. So three appointments a day. Okay. Three appointments a day is was the the goal. What constitutes two? So, you could go home. So what constitutes an appointment versus an, appointment an interview? Is an agreement to sit down and talk to me. That's it. That's it. A verbal. On the phone agreement. Agreement. A time. To physically all sit you down. Need, all you need. Or can it be on the phone? No. Uh, it's a, a time, a place. So the definition of an appointment. In the eyes of the, yeah. In the eyes of recruiting. Is a time, a date, and a place to sit down and talk. No name? Freaking. I mean, obviously you're going to have a name. You got to have like, a name, right? <laughs> right. I mean, it's a requirement. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, so, I'm going to go to Denny's at 8 a.m. <laughs> No, so <laughs> with somebody. So the, that person, whoever you are talking to, needs to agree to a time, a place, and a date. That is an appointment. Okay. An interview is they pass all the screening questions. So, like, you remember getting asked, you probably got asked by your recruiter, like, you ever do drugs? You ever freaking... Okay, uh, hang like, on. So an appointment can turn into an interview. An appointment can turn into an interview. Oh. Right. I get it. So you need and an, an appointment every day. To create the interview, yes. if they pass it all, yes. it becomes an interview. And then an interview can create an NWA, new working applicant, which then it creates your contract. That's the breakdown. So filtering that down, mm -hmm. how many interviews, how many appointments would you have in a week? In a week? Uh, the goal would be 10. What would you have in a week? In a week? But you said one a day or three a day. It was three, three a, day, a day, right? Three a day so, is the goal. Hang on. So in a week average, what would you personally have? Uh, uh, average, I would say probably about 11 or 12. Okay. Out of those 12, let's say it's 12. Mm -hmm. How many of those people would become interviews? Uh, 
Depends on the week. Average. Average. Maybe one or two. One or two? Mm-hmm. A week? Yes. Okay, so you're only required one or two recruits a month. Mm-hmm. So out of those one or two a week, so four weeks, we're looking at six. We'll go seven. So yeah. like six to eight, so seven. So seven out of seven interviews a month. Mm-hmm. How many of those would turn into new new workable applicants? Yep. How many of those would turn into new workable well, a applicants? New working app- a new working applicant, you might as well count a new working applicant as a as a contract because I didn't put you as an NWA okay. unless you were committed. okay so okay so out of those interviews those seven interviews average contract. how many of those became a contract every month so my for average, you my average was a 1.53 so I at least got a one at least got one and sometimes two god dude, dude that's a fucking that's less than that's like an 8% success rate it's because you go from 12 to 1.5 right 1.5 1.3 what was it yeah well my my APR was 1.3 1.3 okay so or 1.53 sorry 5.3 okay so, so you went from 12 to so that's that's 10% you went from 12 you started out at 12 a week mm-hmm. hang on whoa what the fuck week. hang on that's 12, 12 a week appointments a week yes 12 a Hang on, hang on. Let me do this math. That's forty-eight. That's forty-eight a month. Mm-hmm. Down to seven. Da- uh, hang Roughly. on, down to no seven times four is twenty-eight. So you go from forty-eight to twenty-eight to one point five. Mm-hmm. Roughly forty-eight to one point five. Ten percent of forty-eight is four point eight. So I talk to forty-eight people, and I get about one, a uh, one and a half of them. Dude, that's like, that's like fucking, hang on, one of 50 is 1%, or it's a half a percent, so two of 50 is 1%, right, that's how it works, because one is a 100 is 1%, one of 50 is a half percent, it loses half value, right, so you're at one and a half, and you're right at 50, so you're at sit you're sitting you're sitting at point seven five percent success rate. Yeah. Welcome to recruiting duty. Wow. And point, a point roughly, that's rough. Mm-hmm. It's off the top of my head, yeah. math. And that's just me. Like point seven five success rate. That's and that's just me. And I was considered a successful recruiter, so uh and actually the Holy the average fuck. that I had to maintain when I left was a one point three three. So we were That's even required. less. Yes. That's we like only, a point seven. Yeah. So we were point only six five. So I was actually above average recruiter because I had more my APR was higher than the average that you were required of you. Yes. In um, within your district, within your RS. Yes. Holy That's completely shit. Right. every RS is different, every but yes, it's it's a numbers game. But like I said, me as Dude, a as a guy on the on I, the bottom. If I worked that hard and had a point seven five success rate and found that acceptable being the guy that I am how everything's got to be perfect and if you don't do what I say you do I lose my fucking mind and that's my job to go from that to being completely fine speaking of disgusting ass civilians and like trying to make them into make them sign a contract to go to be a marine like with a 0.75 success rate 
0.75% success rate, I would probably lose my fucking mind. It's a rough game. Dog, I could slay my body all day long. But like I said, like I could talk about the Marine Corps all day long too. But I don't, I don't think, I don't know if I could, thing, I don't know if I could be a recruiter. We're inflated numbers though, so here's the thing: it's like the RS made me have ten appointments or ten interviews. A that week. was the minimum. A, a month. Week. A month. A month. We had to have ten interviews a month. I'm not oh. saying I got ten interviews a month. Okay. I'm saying there was ten interviews in the system a month. Okay. No. 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 Okay. So I thought you meant ten a week. No, ten a month, and, 10 you, and you then you averaged it broke down to one point five a month. It was my yeah contract rate? Okay, so you're looking at like fifteen percent. Yeah. That's still fucking crazy. Right, but that's that's insane. You get my true How do you numbers. Succeed? How does the Marine Corps stay alive right. when there's when RSS RSSs are the recruiter at the basic level is succeeding at oh. Uh, a one, a fifteen percent success rate. If we didn't have to inflate our numbers, it wouldn't be that way. Are you inflating numbers? Oh, you have to. Like, are you talking about you're you're inflating your success rate or the if, starting point? No, I'm talking if I actually interviewed people that were interested. My success rate for that one point five would probably be I would interview two or three people a month, actual interviews. Oh, so two you, or three people. So you just say like Marine Corps to somebody in passing, and you'll be like, "That's a appointment. No, that, no. That's an interview." Well, no, no. How I, did you how did you inflate the numbers? <laughs> if there were requirements, if there were requirements to 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 constitute an interview, an appointment, or whatever, yeah. NWA, how do you? You can't. You're not gonna inflate a freaking NWA or contract. There's paperwork involved. With that yes, right. Uh, Either paperwork. one, but an appointment to interview, yes. So How do you inflate that if there's requirements to say constitute? the kid got a four on the east, you gave him a thirty four. Say that one more time. So a kid gets a thirty a four on the enlistment screening test. Oh, east. Okay, yeah. I didn't know what east stand for. Yeah, sorry. You said east. I was like east. Yeah, so that's, east. That's that way. Yeah. No, so on the enlistment screening test, someone gets a four. Say I am about. And that is below the required score. Yes, <laughs> very okay. way below. The okay. Point. So what's required? A thirty. Uh, two. Thirty-two. Least. Okay. So, what does that constitute? That they can pass the ASVAB. What does that mean, though? That's an interview. No. Or so that's that, an that would be an interview. So my that would be an interview. So my appointment after I'm done screening the kid, say the kid, uh, say the kid freaking medically screens well. So all the medical questions I ask him, he's got nothing crazy. Uh, he's never done drugs. He's perfect. Like, he's right. just dumb. Let's like, just, uh, he, he takes the yeah. He just does not so get. Then I put tests. him on the screening test. He's terrible test. at tests. Yes, put him on the screening test. He comes back in and he gives. We'll just say he gets twenty-seven. Twelve. We'll, we'll say he gets twenty-seven. Okay, that's I'm close. Not, I'm not going to inflate a four. Let's just put it that way. I'm not. Not a keep fucking that chance. guy out the Marine Corps. <laughs> yes, don't just I help it, help me out as a Look drone like, shooter. Help yeah. me out. Right. So the kid scores a twenty-seven right on the enlisted screening test. You know, I, I've I've rolled the dice with kids that have. Been a hundred percent committed. How low? Uh, my lowest was the kid took the enlistment screening test uh, three times and got a seventeen. Oh my god! You know what he got on the ASVAB? Oh my god! What when I sent him down, sixty-one. That's terrible. Sixty-one. It's not good. That's good. <laughs> it's all That's right. Hundred percent good. It's all right. Well, the ASVAB. You got to understand the ASVAB is not like oh, he's man. he's he scored in the sixty-one percentile. Sixty-one percentile. That's good. It's it's all right. 
It's good. He's kind of he's he's above average. He's above average. So. Man, oh, I tell you what, there are some people. <laughs> there's there's some people. There's some recruits that we had that you could tell they scored a four. Well, some of the smartest kids freaking, like we had a kid freaking. Well, you remember Kohler? Oh my God! He Kohler. got a ninety-four on the ASVAB. Ninety-four. He's, he's just socially awkward. Ninety-four. He's just socially Welcome. awkward. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. That's your ninety-four right there. But that's fine. But he can test. He's smart. That's fine. Right. Social awkwardness is completely different than just ignorance. It's it's completely different. And I'm not knocking people that don't know things like fucking learn, right? But he was just socially awkward. Kohler, he was just a different fucking person. And I know we're going down a rabbit hole yeah. off of our fucking conversation. And that's completely fine. This podcast is just going to be whatever this conversation turns into, right? Between right. you and me. But Kohler was the type of person who... Raker was fucking smart as shit. Yeah, right? I was going to say, He Raker. was fucking he was smart. I think he got like... I remember looking up his stuff. He got like an 88 or something He's, like that. He, it's, both of those are higher than my score. You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not a fucking idiot, but I'm not a genius right. either. You know what both I'm saying? Both higher like, than my score too. Yeah, like... Um, so, and, and we can talk about Raker if you want to. Because <laughs> that I'm fucking... Good. That piece I'm of shit. Good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> he, he may have been smart, but he was socially awkward and he's a fucking piece weirdo. of shit. He's, he's a, weirdo. a weirdo and he's a piece of shit. He was a he's a fucking I think he's in jail still. Uh, probably not. Either, either way, Kohler, the first thing that he said when he when someone opened the door kid. when he lo- when he walked into the shop and said, "Hi, my name's Kohler. Like the toilet." <laughs> K O H L E R. Like the toilet. Yeah. His reference, he, he's so he had to have been homeschooled. He had to have been. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe. Eh. I don't so know. There was something wrong I will you. say, I will say that I know, I grew up around a couple people that were homeschooled, and their only social interaction they had with kids their age was their church group that I was a part of, and they were pretty normal kids to me. Eldridge, Eldridge, normal. He was homeschooled. Was he? So, so I, I, I bet you that. Well, he had some time in the social atmosphere to to become accustomed to how people interact and what's socially normal, right? I don't think Kohler had that opportunity. I don't know. And that's why he was so strange, <laughs> that was, that was, and he became accustomed to it after a while being in the unit. But even when know? he tried to fit like, in, it was rough. Yeah, it was rough for a while, but he got a little better. Like the time on the ship, and he turned the fucking lights off in the shop, and we are like, Kohler! Do you remember that? No, I don't remember that. We were in a shop on the ship, that fucking tiny little shop, yep. which, by the way, my shop on the fucking LHD was bigger than that bitch. <laughs> I had a, my office was almost bigger than our fucking Avi shop on the fucking carrier. My office was just in the back half. There's a little knee knocker, and there's another little room in the back of the avionics shop. And that little back little room was me and Top's office. Dude, I love being a fucking AVO. I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> but that deployment sucked. But anyways. Um, the avionics shop that we had was probably like three feet wider and probably like ten feet longer, and then and uh, and then it, but then it had a knee knocker, a wall, and a knee knocker, and then there was another little office that was like a ten by ten, and that was where me and Top had our desk on the back wall, and uh, but anyways, yeah. So what were we talking about? Kohler. He's just so he walked in the shop one day, 
we were having pass down and he like got backed up into the back wall and he he like leaned against the flow coats and hit the light switch and we we're like fuck it Kohler turn the fucking lights on he's like I'm sorry <laughs> that shit was so yeah. goddamn funny Kohler if you're out there and you ever listen to this you're awesome and I fucking love you you it was just awkward it was Kohler if you're listening to this uh, yeah go eat shit <laughs> go eat shit so another is he still in the Marine Corps. Hell no. <laughs> he got out? Yeah. Malin. I remember Malin now, by the way. Oh, he's man. a friend of mine on Facebook, I think. He's a friend on Facebook. I haven't talked to him in fucking years, but he was like a corporal when he got out. Sergeant. When I got Sergeant, when I got off the drill field, I ran into him and I talked to him and he was telling me he was getting out and then we became friends on Facebook. I just haven't touched out and got in touch with him uh, in years. But um, So I know a lieutenant, a first lieutenant now, she just got promoted in March, uh, that goes to my gym. She's fucking 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I said that right. <laughs> ah, fuck. She might be 21 now. <laughs> hang on. She might be 21. She might be 21. But hang She's on. baby. Hang on. She's still baby. First lieutenant. Yeah. She's 21. Mm-hmm. She's a first lieutenant. Mm-hmm. She, was, she went to OCS. Mm-hmm. She had a degree. Mm-hmm. She went to OCS. Mm-hmm. She went to TBS. Mm-hmm. She went to MLS school. She's been here in Pendleton for like, I don't know, a little while. Mm-hmm. She's the first student. She's only 21. Mm-hmm. She had her degree at 19. Think about all the time, like the, you know, mm-hmm. school. Like mm-hmm. She joined and she was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. And I found that out. It was just casual conversation at the gym. And I was like, immediately I looked at her. I stopped. And I looked at her. I said, like, you were homeschooled, weren't you? And she was like, caught off guard. She was like, yeah, how'd you know? And I was like, I was. I know people homeschooled. I know people that are homeschooled, and th- you cannot get that type of education in that time span. Yeah, you'd at least be twenty five, but twenty four, twenty four is like twenty three, twenty four to yeah. join the Marine Corps to have your degree finished and join the Marine Corps. Twenty three, twenty four, twenty three, twenty four, like seventeen. Go to college, start at college seventeen. You end at twenty three. That's Perfectly fucking, or yeah, you didn't 17, know 21. 22. Wait, wait, fucking, goddamn, four, four years. Four yeah. God, you at 21. Like, if I went to college, oh my God, I can't, I graduated at 17. I'm so, I don't know what's going on in my like brain. I, would, I can't do math. That's what, that's what I mean. 17, I 18, to 18 to 22 is the normal. Yes. 17 to 21. But by the time you got to the fleet, by the time you get to the fleet and you get promoted the second to first lieutenant, from second lieutenant to first lieutenant, you're like, 25, 26. Yeah, 24, yeah. She's 21. Mm-hmm. Dog. She's so fucking smart. <laughs> and she's not socially awkward. She, But she's been in the Marine Corps for like two years. Yeah. Through school, TBS, OCS, all that shit. She went to college. So she's had years of, like, she, you can't get a degree at home. I mean, you can on your computer, but I'm assuming she attended an actual college. But, yeah, she joined the Marine Corps at 19 with a college degree. Dude. But so she's had she's had three years to be a social person. Right. So she's, like, accustomed to social norms. I don't think Kohler had that timeline. Like, <laughs> boot camp and, and MOS school was all he had. Look, bro. He had, he had a year. She's had several. He had four. Four. How do you see that? 
He had four years in the Marine Corps. He's still with. Oh, he's still awkward. Oh, well, maybe it never <laughs> caught on, man. Maybe he just never caught on. Bro, like I, he worked under me the entire time. Well, actually, we we fapped him out to CC for a little bit. So. Yeah, he fapped out to CC right before I left. So, I remember that. Yeah. No, he. Dude, you know one thing that's really great about uh, the air station in Beaufort? You don't fat bitches out to meth. Uh, yeah. New River, they got to fat people out to meth. Pendleton, they got to fat people out to meth. Miramar, I don't know. Uh, do we you guys fat, have meth faps? Weird, f- no mall faps. Uh, yeah, mall faps are normal. I feel like freaking like KMI faps and like, like we're getting ta- tasked by Mag to fucking feed a fucking KMI. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is meth freaking the range meth? No, 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 dude. Meth, Marine Expeditionary Force. Right. Meth, right. like one meth. Right. Like if one meth deploys, all of Pendleton deploys. Right. Like one a one meth fap. Just like fapping a season. I mean, we're part of one meth. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. Are you? So yeah. you guys probably got meth faps. Yeah. We just get tacit penalty, I think, a lot more. It's often. like the third mall to the meth. Yeah, that's true. So you guys are under the same meth. Yeah. Yeah. But but I'm assuming your guys' meth faps are a lot less frequent. We never fapped well, anybody to meth. The, we, we spent four years in 312 and never had a meth fap. Hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's no, what I'm we, saying. It's we weird. Had faps to the base. That was it. Yeah, it's weird. But, um, we got faps to the range, to the uh, base security, to yeah, PMO, PMO, stuff, yeah. the range, like dumb shit, air station, and down. Right. We never had a wing, but but our wing is not in the same geolocation. It's fucking six hours north. What, our our wing, yeah. third mall, is right across the street from. No, no, no. Yours is. I'm talking about when three twelve. Yes. It's like seven hours, six, yeah, seven in, hours it's north. It's June, right? Yeah, so we don't provide FAPs to that. Right. Because we'd have to PCS somebody <laughs> to fill a FAP, and they're never going to do that. Right. FAP is temporary. You're not going to yeah. PCS, permanent change of station, a FAP. Yeah. So we never FAPed to MEF before, and we never fat. We never knew a FAP to wing. Right. We had FAPs to ranges and to PMO. Right. That's it. So it's weird. I had a meth fat just come back to the squadron, and I don't even know. She's not even in the shop. I don't even know what the fuck she does. But she's. I think she's getting on the Marine Corps. She's out of fucking highway standards. And um, you know, we have the squadron right now that I'm in. I'm gonna flip, flip this light on. Yeah. But uh, you're, you're. I'll get it. Just keep talking. I got you. You know, we had. Yeah, we we have weird faps over here more than what we did in Beaufort. Uh. Trying to think what else freaking I've done this week other than fucking the Marine Corps crap because we I feel like we've been on that topic for too long now. Oh man, I can't even I can't do I don't even I can tell you about what I've been eating. That's about all I keep fucking remembering. Oh. Talk, talking to Layla and fucking what I eat and working out. That's all I fucking no, I did have track. a date this week. That was fun. Ooh. Yeah. Is this another bodybuilder? No. <laughs> you, would, you would never guess that like we would even have went. How, how old is this bitch? 29. Ah, she's only 10 years younger than you. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> 29. But no, uh. No, she's just really like uh alternative style dresser, if that makes sense. What? 
Yeah. Like, Explain alternative, because <laughs> that could be anything. Okay. Uh, like rock, like alternative rock kind of like. Like she got the shave. Like like she, Avril Lavigne. Yeah. Like. Yeah. 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 I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that. Like, I don't you know, know who Avril Lavigne is? I know the name. I don't know who the fuck she is though. She was like that. She, like. she was like that punk rock. Yeah, punk rock. In high yeah. school, like, like, like I'm trying. She to got a chain wallet. You know what I'm saying? She like, got black jeans, like chain wallet, and if like we were to grow tall boots. I don't know. Like, I don't know how to, like, no, but like, you, you look at me, I'm not that. I'm a country fucking Country dress, ass, white trash, blue yes, collar kind I, of guy. I dress very much ball cap, freaking jeans, regular fucking shirt. Like, look like Father Time. Day. Yeah, right. Like, all the fucking, all the time, <laughs> right? And then, no, I was actually shocked that she actually agreed to a date. How did me. this happen? Who, where is she from? This isn't your barber. No. So what is all this about? No, it's just a Saturday. Uh, I was at a party and. What kind of party? Bro, what party. kind of party are you going to? It was a house party. What kind of house party? Uh, who's this? Who's this person? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> quit interrogating me. <laughs> what? No, 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 I want to know. I want to know, man. No, you, like I was at a friend's. You had a friend's house that <laughs> yes. was having a party for what? Uh, I don't remember. I just got invited. Okay. <laughs> I didn't the friend care. you work with? No, friend. Uh, friend, neighborhood friends. Okay, neighborhood friend. You went yeah. over to their house. Yeah. And they had a mutual friend. Yes. That I, also attended. Yes. And she started talking to you. And we started, yeah. You know, well, actually, we were playing games and then, like, we kind of just hit it off. So it was like, yeah. And you, like, bump his shoulders and, like, bumped your arms and, like, start talking to each other or what? What's up? Something like that. Uh, but no. And then I asked her if she wanted to go to dinner with me on Wednesday. So that's what happened. And I don't know. Where'd I, you go? I took her to Thai. Some Thai food. Thai food yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's a bold time. choice for a first date. <laughs> thai food. I felt like Thai food. I don't. I don't. I don't. Sometimes really, Thai food fucks you up, man. It can. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd like. Thai it's food. a bold choice. I love Thai food. So it's good. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, good. Sometimes it just. I felt fucks like you Thai, up. and yeah. it's. She was down. I'm the one, in, like since I'm the one that, that's initiated. Initiating. You make the plans. Thing, I'm making the plans. Yeah. So I feel like Thai. So either say no or no. I, either way, I don't care. Yeah. But like she agreed, so we went to Thai. I mean, we just had dinner. We came back here, uh, watched a freaking movie. I like the let's get coffee. You want to grab coffee? Yeah. You want to grab a drink? Well, I just it's uh, it's subtle, but it, the point well, I, the point get, the point gets like, made. Told her this is, this is Thai food. Like you don't have to dress up. You know, like there's no there's no obligation to like B- try dress, to look like, nice. Yes. Yeah. This is I want to know you. I don't. I don't want to know anything else. I want to know who you are. I want to like. Yeah, let's just get. Let's just talk. Yes. Let's talk and have dinner. So let's chat. Let's have fun. No, but I mean, if you were to see us together, you would be like, "Who the fuck is this bitch with? Like, (laughs) Like who is this raggedy ass dude (laughs) with this girl that looks completely different? Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't. So how dinner go? It wasn't bad. I mean, we had fun. Uh, Except we'd probably be. It'll be a friend thing. It won't be a... You think so? Oh, yeah. Did yeah, you guys go home, home together? Yeah, she came back here. We watched a movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> we watched a movie. Hey, you don't have to kiss and tell if you don't want to. No, I don't need to. What movie been, you watch? We, we watch uh, Deep Water. Love Actually? No, Deep Water. Deep Water Horizon? No, Deep Water. The Deep new Ben like freaking movie on Hulu. No idea. It's like a psycho thriller. No idea. I have no idea, dude. <laughs> yeah, that, dude, anyway. I've, I I watched South Park yesterday for the first time in like fucking no, we like watched, two months. Well, Deep Water wasn't bad. Uh, I don't watch TV, and 
I mean, we, we, oh, she we, left. She didn't like sleep here on no. the spare bed or anything. No, what? no she went home. No. We didn't drink or anything. So, oh, okay. I, I, I assumed you guys would have drank. No, no. It was. Like I said it was. I mean, we had a lot of great conversation, uh, a lot of laughs, a lot of freaking. Uh, you know, it was, but it was not a. I think both of us figured out it was probably not going to be a romantic kind of thing. Yeah, it was. Dude, that this is substantial. How did you not remember this until like twenty minutes ago? <laughs> That's a, a substantial um, um, development in your life. I mean, you made a new friend. Yeah, you know. And I got divorced yesterday, so. <laughs> Congratulations. That's, that's that. that I was mean, finalized. that could be that could be bad or good depending on your outlook. That's but my good. <laughs> that's your good. So, yep. Unfortunately, legally, I have a while. Hopefully, sooner than later than that happens, but it seems to be being difficult. So, yeah, no, I am. It's done. It is done. So, yeah, that's. I mean, I'm my not, six. My it's been done since last February. So my six month time wait period. From what I know, my six month, my six month, you're separated. Period. According mm-hmm. to the court, is over. Like that process is done. It's just whether or not the only thing the court has to wait on is whether or not. She agrees to what she's entitled to from me, and I'm I agree to what I'm entitled to from her. You guys her. actually got to go to court. I didn't have to. I don't have to. Like, no, you only have to. You only have to go to court if it's contested. You, if it's contested, eventually at some point you have to go to court. All that all that happens otherwise. All that happens otherwise is that you sign an agreement, and then the court just signs and stamps the divorce decree if you don't agree say i made i hit the lottery the day before i filed for divorce she's entitled to half that Mm -hmm. so if i said no you're not and she said yes you are and she took me to court she would the the court would have to decide you owe her half of whatever you know what i'm saying like that's the only thing the court's for other than that they just sign Mm -hmm. the paperwork that's that's not how ohio did it that's how I do it in California. The, the in Ohio, the plaintiff, I guess, would be the plaintiff. It's it's a petitioner or a petitioner and right. responder. Well, that's here, right? So Cali. plaintiff is the petitioner, yeah. respondent is the defendant. Yeah. So, yeah. Peti- the plaintiff is the person that filed. Right. Papers. They have to show up to court in Ohio. Right. So here, technically, all I have is a hearing. I don't have to attend. It's like I a, didn't have to. So in Ohio, because, I didn't because have to. you were I the was defendant. A, yeah, I was defendant. So you were the responder yes, to the, the original responder. court filing. Yeah. So I didn't have to. She she did, but I could. I had the option. So I I was told by my lawyer that I don't have to go to court in April, but I'm gonna go because I have a court date on the original paperwork I filed. Like I'm gonna show up. Right. Yeah, I would do. Just get, like I said, they told like. Um, she was supposed to respond within 30 days of me serving her, and she didn't respond for four months. She's fighting an uphill battle to get anything from me. That's what my lawyer said. He's like, she hasn't. She, he, she was like, he was like, she didn't respond for four months. You've already filed your financial paperwork mm-hmm. with her. She filed the day she filed her response to my original petition for divorce. The day after I filed, I served her my financial breakdown, right. and then. She has, and he was like, she has 60 days to respond to your financial paperwork with her own, which is a 
bunch of shit. It took me like three days to put together. She hasn't served me with it yet. He was like, she has 60 days to serve that to you. If she doesn't, she's probably not going to get a fucking thing from you. I don't know what advice she's getting here. I don't know what advice she's getting from lawyers here in Pendleton, but the dude in Miramar is like trying to fucking, like I'm jumping through hoops. Everything he says to do, I'm jumping through hoops. I'm doing it. Like I don't want this bitch to get anything from me that she don't fucking deserve, right. which is everything she's asking for. Mm-hmm. Dude, she was... We're going to another rabbit hole. We're going to another rabbit hole. No, 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 that's fine, dude. If do you care? No, I don't. Let's go down a rabbit hole, dude. I don't give a fuck. She said, "I'm going to help you out. I'm going to hook you up." When I first filed, she's like, "You, if you pay me twelve hundred dollars a month for for every month that we were married," she's like, "I won't ask for your retirement. I won't ask for any money from TSP. Fucking." I'll pay half of all our debt, all that shit. You know what that math came out to? $120,000. $120,000. More than that. It was like a hundred total, everything that she was asking for at the time. She's like, I'm hooking you up. I want you to pay me this, this, and this for the duration of our, how long our marriage was. I want you to pay me for that length, this much money. Total, that amount was going to be over $150,000. It's like $150,000 and like $600. Mm-hmm. Some crazy fucking amount. Over a fucking eight-year, 10-month period. She mm-hmm. wanted me, me to pay her $150,000. Mm-hmm. And then I educated myself <laughs> with this lawyer from Newmore. He was like, first off, if you if you were to owe her anything, it would only be for half the length of the marriage. And I was like, oh, well, that's good to know. And immediately after that, I was like, this bitch is trying to get everything she can from me. Mm-hmm. Dude, she turned into a fucking monster overnight. Mm-hmm. Like, she hit it for a long time. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I can't even put it. I don't even know how to put it in a word. She turned into a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Like, She's trying to take me for everything that I have, which ain't much. <laughs> everything that I have, I've worked for. Everything that I have, I pay for with my own fucking hard-earned dollars. And it ain't much. <laughs> I'm trying to make it more, you know, like investments and all that type of shit. And like, but the fact that she thinks she's entitled to things that I worked hard for. Mm-hmm. And she sat at home and went to school while I paid for her housing for the last eight years. Mm-hmm. And I paid, for, you know what I'm saying? Like, I paid her rent for the last eight years and the, la- the last nine, nine and a half years almost. Because mm-hmm. she lived in in our house even after I filed for divorce. Mm-hmm. Every dime of my paycheck went to our bills, mm-hmm. our house, our rent, like... There's not much. There's not a lot I paid for for myself. Small things here and there, throughout the years that we were married, that builds up. I get it. I get it. Eventually, she got a job. She paid for her fucking all her teeth. She got done. Mm. Like, whatever. We had to buy her a new car. A lot of what, a lot of what was the money that went into her car was from her paychecks. 
we bought a, mo- a new motorcycle for me. A lot of that money that went to the new motorcycle was her paychecks. But just the fucking car offsets the motorcycle. Mm-hmm. There's still another $20,000 there mm-hmm. in the car, you know. And not only is she asking for $150,000 from me over the next eight years, I'm also get, I, I'm also voluntarily giving her into my financial disclosure paperwork over $20,000 worth of things than what I'm taking. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, she's trying to, She's telling me, I'll give you a deal. Pay me $150,000. Dude, what the fuck? How can you reasonably expect that to be okay? I don't know. That's completely different from my story. (laughs) What's your thoughts on that? Is that fucking crazy? Is she not a, turned into a monster? Like, she's not the same fucking person that I knew and that I fell in love with eight years ago, nine years ago. She's not the same fucking person. She's a shallow... She, Man, dude, I, I, I hate to talk shit about people on this podcast, but I, and I don't mean to talk shit, but it's like, if you want to be used by people... You want to be used by other people and you get some satisfaction out of this being used, right? Go for it. I'm not, I'm not going to be a part of that. I'm just not, you're not, you're not, you don't want to care about anybody and you don't want anybody to care about you. So you're using people and people are using you. And there's some satisfaction that's gained from both parties. And you expect me to be a part of that off to the side over here? Right. That's not going to happen. Like, I want to belong to one person. I want that person to belong to me. Not, like, physically, like, I pos- you're, you're my possession. I'm not saying that. But, like, emotionally, we belong to each other. Monogamous, all, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm not perfect. I've made mistakes in the past and fucking... You know, we we both have, we 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 both betrayed each other in certain ways, but I'm I'm very set on the fact that I want to be monogamous, monogamous. I want to emotionally and like intimately, not necessarily physically, but just intimately in general, but like. Be with one person and then with me, right? And that doesn't fit in the role of what she wanted. Mm-hmm. So she's so I so I filed for a divorce because I'm done with arguing and done with not knowing what's going on in my life. Like I want to have kids too. Like apparently she doesn't want to have kids, which has never been an issue. It's always just been a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And now it's like never. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, we're done arguing about this. I'm going to give you what you're asking for. Here you go. And then she comes after me with everything she can. I know. What the fuck? I've been nice at every turn. I've said some mean things. That's true. <laughs> But as far as giving her 
50% of what we've had. She's obviously gotten more than that. There's over a $20,000 disparity in what she's getting versus what I'm getting in just material assets alone, let alone the fact that all our bank accounts are split 50-50, even the shit that I had invested in stocks and bonds and fucking whatever, uh, Bitcoin and stuff. Like, I paid her off half of all that shit too. And there's debt that I took voluntarily without her taking any percentage of, like... And she's still coming after me for fucking tons of shit. Like, right. what? What do you think, dude? You're you're really quiet. And I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm just completely dumbfounded by the situation that she's put me in. Oh, like, I mean, it definitely doesn't seem fair. But I mean, it's. What's your opinion? Tell me this. Do you think that a spouse deserves twenty uh, percent? Of, of your retirement for half the length of your marriage? Do you think your spouse deserves 50% of the amount of money you've put in the TSP while you're married? Uh, what's your opinion? And then give me what your opinion is on my situation. I'm curious, man. Seriously, because you know her. Mm-hmm. You know Tina. You know me. You've known me, obviously, way fucking longer. But I met Tina in 2009. I've known you two years longer than that. <laughs> Year and a half, roughly, whatever. But Tina was a very unconstant. Yeah, she was in and out. Like, she I was met inconsistent her. in my life. Yeah, we met. And we've been consistent in our lives for, for fucking years. So I'm curious to hear your opinion on this. Uh, so, uh, I've been divorced twice. Fun fact. Second one, I don't count, but if you're going to get technical, yes, it was still a divorce, but I don't count it because was it more more for me, it was like a $400 breakup. Was it kind of technically an annulment or was it an actual divorce? It was a disillusion. Well, that's just a state of California. They use the word dissolution instead of divorce. It's the same thing. Summary of dissolution? Like summary dis- summer, that just means summary divorce. The word dissolution and divorce are interchangeable in the state of California. Okay. Either way, like... Basically, I didn't. We didn't have to do anything except file paperwork. That's it. Okay. Yeah, you're just both saying that you have no community property. Yeah. No, nothing. You just don't want to have, be married anymore. Yes. And you file the paperwork. And we're yes. done. Okay. Done. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. So. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a four hundred dollar breakup. Yeah. Because that's all. Literally, all it costs is four hundred bucks. Yeah. This. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was four hundred dollars. I, I mean, got, I got a different situation. It was more than four hundred dollars because, as you can see, if you look at my house. If you looked at my house before this, there was way more now, shit. There was way more shit. So, yeah, this is how I'll put it. And this also applies to my first divorce, which was an actual divorce. This and the second one was a breakup. Uh, but yes, I've been divorced twice. Um, fair, unfair, don't matter. Like, right? In my mind. Like, this is me personally. This is my personal opinion about okay. everything. Yeah. Fair or unfair don't matter, right? If you were to go... Uh, how, how do I put this? If you go to a car dealership, right? You see a car and you get buyers. That buyer's fucking... I gotta have it, right? right? That seller... Buyer's impulse. Whatever. The impulse, yeah. Like, you get that thing, right? 
seller picks up on that. They take you for whatever it's worth, right? Are you... So once you find out that you kind of got reamed over on the financials, okay. Like, are you still unhappy with the, the car you bought? Do you all of a sudden like have a sense of remorse? Like, probably not. I would disagree because fun fact about me: when I was eighteen, uh, I bought a truck. I would feel upset. I would be ups- I would be upset. Uh, maybe I don't know. So everyone's different. But like this is are you are you asking me personally? Yeah. So if I found out like I got screwed over financially, yeah, I'm a person. You're, you're gonna be upset, right? I would bit. be but upset. Do you feel any Dog. different about the car, dude? I'll tell you. What, I'll tell you. But I'll tell you, you this. Feel any different about the car? I'll tell you this. I went to Target. I bought a spatula. Then I went to Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. It's all the same spatula. Two dollars more. And I was happier with my spatula because I paid less for the same spatula. Right. So I would be right. less happy with my car. Right. If I paid more for it than what I could have paid, I'd be less happy, for sure. In in the context of this situation, I feel like I would be less happy. I would also feel like I'm trying to I'm trying I'm reading a little bit into stoicism, so I'm trying to like not care about things I don't like have control over. I feel like I would have control over the price of an object, so I'd be a little upset about that. But I wouldn't let it bother me. But I'd still be happy with the object I bought. It was your ignorance, right? It's my fault. It's my fault. Right, so. I'd be happy with the object I have. Be like, well, I I I bought this car for a reason. I, I like this car. I learned something. I learned something, right? But I love this fucking car. Right. I'm gonna take care of it. Right. You're still gonna be like, yes, you're gonna have a feeling about like. I would be. I, a l- took, I would be upset for a second. My first truck, a fucking twenty four percent interest. Didn't know. Oh what the my hell I was god, you were one of those guys. Remember, remember the freaking teal. Remember the teal. Oh Ford? my god, I do <laughs> that teal F one fifty. Yeah, that fucking terrible ass truck. Bro, get the fuck I out of here. Truck. That truck was That's amazing. like that fucking that Eldorado. That's like that Eldorado I had. <laughs> yeah, that was a death trap. Your that Ford was a fucking. Oh that was man. After a while, like Ooh. it wasn't like that when I first bought it. Like, yeah, I love that truck. That truck was like I, I hated giving it to my dad. To be honest, like I fucking I, oh, I wish man. I still had that truck today. Um, you know, but yeah, no, it had some transmission issues. But like Dude, I'm my talking, I had that truck from 2000 freaking three until freaking what 2011 when I bought the S10. Dude, I've had my truck like, since 2011 until now. Right. It's been 11 years. Right. So. Like that truck, you I can talk I get shit you, about it. You can talk shit. You loved like, it though. That that truck. Yeah. It, it, dude, multiple trips from South Carolina to friggin' Ohio, friggin' even when yeah. it didn't have the road fifth trips gear. on my truck too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, no fifth gear. <laughs> like the Get overdrive the did here. not work. Yeah, no, I not still the... took that fucker to Ohio. Yeah, <laughs> like shit, holding I... that fucker the whole way. Like <laughs> yeah, hold that bitch in there. Shit, when I bought that Eldorado, I had no brakes on it. Remember, we took <laughs> we, six months yeah, replacing all every yeah, bit did. of line brake line. Hell yeah, we did every <laughs> bit of brake line in your driveway and to, all the way up to the master cylinder until all the way. Yep, that oh, bitch was God, all fucked up. Rough. Yeah, no. Uh, but no, anyways, like, so I right. mean, I took, but I bought the truck. I mean, so so the whole point. Whole point is like yes, your opinion of this situation right. I'm in. So no matter how much like, you have screwed so, over financially buying a car, right? Okay, your your, your focus has been how she's going to take you for everything financially. Right, has been your focus. Right, but ultimately, if you guys end up divorced, which I mean, it's that that is that is the one hundred percent going to happen. Yes, that, that is, is the goal. One hundred percent. No matter what she take, like I mean, take my take my officially. It's it's happened already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's already done. But I'm saying, like, officially, it will be done. Yes. So yes, how much you pay? 
Yeah, it could be. It's important to you now, but in the long run, it don't mean shit. Like, in my personal opinion, people get wrapped up in. You don't think one hundred and fifty thousand dollars? It's a lot of fucking money. Yeah, but like, is it going to be worth? It's a one hundred and fifty dollar investment to your happiness. Like, if that's getting getting away from her. If that's what it took, obviously you're not going to have to pay that because you talk to your freaking lawyer and it's like maybe maybe you don't have to pay that I don't freaking know but I might not have to pay fucking even half that dude. that's what I'm saying like freaking Which, so you, she makes more fucking money than me dude but so you're gonna get you're gonna get out of it better than what you thought but like we'll see if you were to no matter what however it ends it don't freaking matter because that is an investment towards your happiness like yeah dude and like, that's the thing I'm talking that's the thing so I, I know I'm cutting you off it's fine I, I, I don't like it but I have to say that's 100% exactly my attitude and the way it's been lately. It's like, look, I can't control what she does. Can't. Not going to. Never going to happen. Not going to try. Don't want to. I have zero time and energy to invest in the pursuit of that. But what I can do is do things that make me happy, put myself around people that make me happy, and like just invest my energy and time into things that enrich my life. You know what I'm saying? Like coming here and chilling with you. This is fucking fun as shit, dude. Our our first episode was like an hour. It's we've been talking for three hours, bro. Here right now? Yeah. Holy shit. It's it's been three hours. We started at five, uh, two, uh, two and two hours. We started at five. It's seven 40. We started at five 40, five 35. 5.30. 5.30. We started at 5.30. So it's two, two, a little over two hours. Right. It does not bother me any one bit. I don't know. I could talk till the fucking 9 p.m. I don't care. Right. I'm fucking loving being a better friend to you and listening to each other talk. This is great. Right. Like, spending time with Layla has been great. Spending time talking to her and, like, the intention I give to my phone in order to communicate with her has been great given time at the gym to improve myself has been great the studies i've read and things that i've done in my diet have been great like everything i'm doing is just for me to improve myself mentally emotionally physically whatever the case may be right right so it's like whenever she texts me i'm like please stop texting me that's all that's all that's all i say please stop texting me Please stop texting me. And then she texted me about the dogs. I texted her about the dogs. I said, all I said was, you don't need to respond to this, but I hope that I get to see the dogs again before they die. Because they were like children to me just as much as they are to you. And blah, blah, blah. And that led to a couple days of her arguing with me about her offering the dogs to me, which eventually just turned into me being like, look, you can believe what you want. Mm -hmm. I can't stop you. Believe what you want. I want. I don't want you in my life. I just want to see the dogs. Leave me alone. That's it. All right. You know what I'm saying? Everything else that I do in my life is for me. And like, with consideration for the people that are close to me. That are, that are actually like loyal friends, like substantial in my life you know like you i would have never why would i have driven from san diego all the way back to my apartment to grab all this equipment to drive back down here (laughs) if you weren't a part of if you weren't important in my life you know what i'm saying like 
do you know how much fucking money gas is right now? Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, yeah, and I had to get gas out in town, which is like 30 cents cheaper or 30 cents more expensive than it is on base. All right. And I'm only putting 20 bucks in my truck. I'm going <laughs> to get me home and then I'm going to get on base in Pendleton tomorrow morning right. to get gas. Like, you know what I'm saying? I agree with that. Holy heck, it's ridiculous. It's fucking terrible, especially for people with trucks. All right. <laughs> dude, 100 my, bucks didn't fill my truck. 100 dude, bucks didn't. I was like, you got to be fucking Dude, crazy. I remember when 60 bucks filled my truck in South yeah. Carolina. 60 bucks, empty, past E yeah. to past F. Yeah. 60 bucks in right. South Carolina. Right. Now, every f- three days, I'm putting 60 bucks in my truck, and that's from half a tank. Dude, 110 bucks is last time I filled up. 110 dollars. How do you even? How are you even able like, to fill up to fuck? that? Every pump I've gone to cuts me off at 90. No, the pump here cuts. The first time I went to it, it cut me off at 100. And this last time it cut me off at. I didn't cut me off at all. I was actually able to fill. Yeah. 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 The last. The last. Every pump I've been to down in, up, up in Oceanside has cut me off at 90. <laughs> but I don't. And that's why I don't let my truck go past half. After when it, once I get to half, I'm like, all right, I need to get gas. And it's usually like seventy bucks now. Like seventy bucks, yeah. sixty bucks used to fill up my whole tank. Yeah, like and here half, when I first moved here, half the tank's now seventy bucks. Seventy five filled my truck. Yeah, like, that was when what, gas was like four something here. Yeah, it's fucking it's freaking ridiculous. Anyways, your opinion. Hang on, you good to keep talking? All right, uh, let me take a piss. Yeah. I've been drinking too many seltzers. <laughs> like I, I'm a, my bladder's weak. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back. All right, we're back, and Vaughn's gonna give me his opinion on my situation. Yeah, like I said, your like your situation follow falls into my my reference. Like, it's it's the only thing that would be unfair is if you were unhappy after you got divorced. Does that make sense? It does make sense. That would be that would be unfair. As far as materialistic and money, you always make money. You always freaking, you always be able to replace whatever the freak material item that you fucking. You don't cuss anymore, do you? Huh? You don't cuss anymore, do you? Uh, I try not to. I've noticed that. I just you, uh, okay. I mean, I do cuss, but like, I try not to because, you know, me being part of the youth now, I, I don't want it to be a. I don't want that stuff to slip. In the in middle, my, yeah, yes, that'd be in terrible. In the middle of my talk, so I I try to stay conscious of, yeah. I, I mean, I obviously I still cuss, but like it's just uh, I try to stay conscious in the atmosphere I'm in. That way, right? I, I, it doesn't slip. Yeah. When when it means something, so. Right. So if I was unhappy. Yeah. No. So you. Yeah. You're like unhappy. Like that would be that would be the only thing that would be unfair. Like yes. You could be like, ah, oh, she took more material stuff. Yes, I paid her more, but like, you look at my situation. I, I mean, so you're asking me, and I lived my situation. Like, you, I just broke up with someone, and literally, when she asked me what I wanted in the house, I listed five things. I think five: the table saw, the miter <laughs> saw. Yeah. My toolbox, uh, and then something to sleep on, whether that be the couch or the bed, I don't care. Those are the things I listed. You see, I have a, I have a bigger. You can take everything else, 
whatever you leave in that house, I'll deal with. Whatever you don't leave in that house, friggin' it's yours. yours. I don't care. Yeah. Like, man, I fucking we had so much shit though. We had a because we didn't know we we had a we had a living room we had a living room and a front room. You seen all the home decor I had in this house. I probably had like at yeah, least but you're not almost thirty five hundred dollars in home. Thirty five hundred dollars that much? Easy. You're not a home decor type of person, Fuck anyways. No. No. So that's not really that big a deal. I didn't think it was that much. Yeah, like literally all the wall, the crap that all you the wall see. art and like yeah, like, all the all the fucking fancy ass like crap that she really had hung shit. up here. Yeah. yeah, like I promise you, it was well over thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, well, like hell, the picture, the picture thing that was on this wall. Yeah, there was something big on this wall, right? Yeah, right. Uh, that picture thing that, that cost me freaking like uh, four hundred bucks. Jesus Christ, all those dude! Being done that's like something that. I fucking noticed recently. I've been I, like, I, just bought, I bought lamps mm-hmm. for my nightstands right. in my bedroom because I have no ceiling lamp, ceiling light in my in my bedroom or in this spare room. I bought lamps, just a fucking nightstand, nightstand, a lamp for the nightstand, right? One on each side. $55 a lamp. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the Get world. the fuck out of here, dude. This shit's that expensive? I'm looking... I'm trying to find a... I bought a fan for my bedroom because I don't want to use my AC until it gets too hot. Then I'll flip my AC on at night and then I'll fucking turn it off during the day. The fan I bought, $99. So, fun fact. Um, for a fan. Yeah, that's crazy. That's stupid. Dude. That they didn't use good. Like, you used to be able to buy a fan for like 20 bucks there was another no, I could have bought a box fan but a box fan doesn't oscillate no I had to lean it backwards against the wall mm-hmm. like I don't have a lot of space in my master bedroom like maybe it's doable but maybe not you can buy a box fan for like 15 bucks right. but that wouldn't the fans I was looking at was between like 85 and 100 dollars jeez I was like what the fuck and then, um, I still need to buy like a normal, like upright standing lamp from the ground, not like a nightstand lamp. Mm-hmm. That them shits are like 120. Yeah. Fun fact about like that: if you find something that you can that you like, just random, and the wire, the socket, and the bulb cost at Lowe's. Maybe, maybe 15 bucks. Dude, I know. I've made a lamp before. <laughs> I've personally made a lamp. <laughs> it's cheap as fuck. <laughs> yeah. So all this other shit <laughs> randomly costs another fucking $85. Like, like to, if I wanted to, make to turn 100. that chair right there into a lamp, it would cost me like fucking 10 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't, it's fucking insane. It's insane. I don't get it. I've sold some shit, so I have a little extra like petty cash on me but I'm just gonna hold on to that and like deposit it in the bank account and then invest it or some shit yeah but um dude oh yeah which reminds me too I can't step a foot inside my garage I mentioned that earlier right, right. on the phone yeah you did yeah I cannot take one step foot inside my garage and my motorcycle is five feet deep in my garage so I can't I can't go on a ride until I get rid of some shit in front of it <laughs> you want you want my dartboard no. Yeah, sell that bitch. If you don't want it, you want my darts? 
You want all my I'll darts? Take your darts, yeah. Yeah, okay. let me pull all my darts and shit out of it, and then I'll sell the dart board for like twenty bucks. I think I paid like fifty for that nice little cabinet. It's a nice little cabinet. Yeah, but I just, I'm I'm not playing darts in my garage. Yeah. I need and, a, and I don't I need have, a dart board. I'm not putting it in my house. I need a dart board, but like you could have a dart board. Like I'm I'm like like but yeah, but you could get a little bit more out of that, like sold as a a four. As a unit, the board yeah. and case, yeah. Because yeah. I, I just need the board itself, which I can go to Your board's all beat up. Oh fuck yeah, it's yeah. beat up. <laughs> but yeah, your darts are pretty nice though. Take your darts. Okay. Yeah, you have all of them. <laughs> I I got I got the cases for them. Mm-hmm. I have I have the the shit darts and I, I think one set like my personal set of good darts in my case in the mm-hmm. dart case, but then I have a box of like spare parts, mm-hmm. like the little case that they came in, all the spare parts and shit, like dart wrench and everything and extra wings. So once I find all those in my garage, I'll I'll give those to you too. That, whenever I come up, if we play darts, I'll just use my old shit. But uh, yeah, you can have those, dude. And I'll sell the dartboard for like twenty bucks. But um, yeah, I gotta sell that. I gotta sell the washer and dryer. I, I know a guy that freaking might want that dartboard. If you do, let me know. I'll I'll bring it down if you can get twenty bucks for it. Yeah. I gotta sell washer and dryer. I gotta sell two different grills. I gotta organize some shelves and stuff inside my garage and like incorporate some things into other things so I can save space. I can't even... My motorcycle is five feet into my garage and I cannot get to it. My my squat rack is 20 feet into my garage, 10 feet into my garage. There's no chance I can use that bitch for at least the next like three months until I get rid of a lot of stuff because I got to get rid of a lot of stuff and do a lot of organizing before I can put my surfboards up on my surfboard rack that I got attached to a wall. Mm-hmm. somewhere and then I can use my squat rack <laughs> it's fucking it's gonna be rough but my my the apartment itself is coming along it's it's starting to come along the thing is I can't put anything on the walls because all my screws are in my garage box my garage box is buried 10 feet deep in the garage I can't step a foot into so I might just go to Lowe's and buy a box of a box of a little box of screws so I start hanging stuff up in my house or my apartment, so it it feels a little more homey. Like a little, like a couple mirrors, uh, a fucking key holder, dumb shit like that. I bought a travel map, a scratch off travel map, which is like a map of the globe. Mm-hmm. It's got a little scratcher with it. You scratch off the shit, right. the places you've been, and all the countries are different colors. So I scratched off. I bet I, I I didn't. I haven't scratched off everything yet. But I like I, I scratched off Brazil because I was excited because I just came back from Brazil. Right. <laughs> so I scratched off Brazil and Aruba, and then I was looking in the Middle East and I was like, all right, well I've been to Iceland. Let me scratch off Iceland. It's small. Been to Bahrain. Bahrain doesn't really show up on there because it's in the middle of the Persian Gulf. Mm-hmm. And it's not really on there. You see the words, but it's it's not in the Persian Gulf. There's no like display of Bahrain I was like whatever I'll just leave it alone so I scratched off UAE I scratched off Oman because I went to Oman in the last deployment mm-hmm. um, scratched off Ireland and France France I started France dude the borders on a scratch off map are not easy to get you gotta take your time with that shit because <laughs> if you just go a little over a little bit over you're gonna get a new color mm-hmm. and then it looks fucked but um 
Yeah, so you got to take your time and like scratch with a light next to it to like like your like your phone light mm-hmm. like l- lean in next to the on the map at an angle so you see where you're scratching like the line of where you're scratching. But um, yeah, I haven't done the United States yet or Canada. That's a lot of scratching, <laughs> a lot of surface area to fucking scratch off. But I got a hanger for that too, and I want to hang that in my office. But <laughs> I have so much shit in my office right now. I don't even know where my desk is going to be, so I don't know where I want to hang this fucking scratch-off travel map. All right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll see, dude. It, it, it's coming together. I'm definitely happier than I was. And that would be and my that, opinion. And that's a point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, like I said, it'd only be unfair if you were... If you got to, like, if it was all said and done and then you felt and I, unhappy. But yeah. Yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like, I'm investing in my happiness, and that makes sense. It's just unfortunate that that investment might be. There. It's, 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 it, what am I getting for that money? Okay, I'm getting freedom from what was c- preventing my happiness. But. But what am I getting for Why that? Why do you need something from that for that money? I, I that donate money, money all the time. Yeah, but that money could go to get anything uh, for it. That could money. That money could go towards a house, towards my rent, towards you know what I'm saying. Like, I think of everything in like subscription. But you, but you it, have that money for I, your house. I think for your rent. I'm, for I'm, your I think I think of everything in the terms of like a subscription. If I spend fifty bucks. If I spend $150 on supplements every month, I think of it like that. That's $150 every month out of my paycheck that I'm spending on protein powder, creatine, pre-workout, vitamins, fish oils, whatever it is. That's a lot of fucking money. $150? There's some people that make that in a month. So there's some people in this world that don't even make $150 a month. That's a lot of money. I don't know. I, I think everything it. like that, man. I look at I it know. as oh, that's something I wanted. But then I but but then I go online and I look at like five books that I want to read, and then I buy five books. <laughs> it's been like sixty bucks on books. That's what I'm saying. It's because that's what you want. Like literally, yeah. like what's the purpose of making money if you're not gonna spend it on what you want? Like the purpose of money is to trade it for shit you want. Yeah, but I think it's better. I think it's better. I'm I'm getting in the mood of like. Uh, Actually, just just letting it sit in the bank account, like, like investing some. Obviously, I'm investing some money in some things, and then I have TSP set up that's been there for fucking the last fifteen years. Um, but like Bitcoin and stocks and stuff, I'm, I have some some investments in some things. Real estate as well, a couple auto investments. They're s- small. Just looking for the looking for the long game, you know. Yeah. But uh, I think. I think it's a good idea to pay yourself first. So I have those automatic investments that happen. The only thing I pay myself with is time. Well, that's good, I right? I love, like, literally, like, if I could be homeless, I tell the people this all the time, and you might think I'm fucking crazy, and I know a lot of people do, but if I could be homeless, if I had the mental capacity to be homeless, I would. I hear you. Like, I think that's fine, but from my perspective, <laughs> to pay myself a little money instead of the side, for just bullshit just let, let it grow it's not doing anything whatever i got m- other money that's growing and building into whatever long term that's my mindset now it's like let me spend a little For bit what though 
for anything. I want to be able to say money's not a problem. And what I mean by that is like That's why I want to be homeless. I want to money's not a problem. I want to go to London tomorrow. Money's not a problem. Could you say that? If I was homeless? Yeah. How you gonna get to London? I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs> like, <laughs> how are you gonna get to London gonna tomorrow? I didn't say it was gonna be easy. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's the mindset. Like I wanna go to fucking I wanna go to Argentina next week. Pop on a plane. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to have that freedom. And that, dude, goddamn, have you ever read, uh, have you read uh, Jocko Willink's book, uh, Dichotomy of Leadership? Mm-hmm. Have you? No. Or uh, Extreme Ownership mm-hmm. is the first one. Extreme Ownership, one and two, and then there's a Dichotomy of Leadership. Dude, you got to read those books. It, it he, he relates a lot of, like, military situations he's been into just being, like, uh, a corporate leader in America. So it's not everything is necessarily applicable to every person, but a lot of it is. And a lot of it's like, if you're disciplined Mm -hmm. in a certain, um, facet of your life, it allows you the freedom in other facets of your life. In the culture today. In, In today's culture. Right. So if you are financially, just as a example, if you're financially disciplined and you have it to the point where you budget very well, you have investments, you have money sitting in the bank, you have the freedom to say, I want to go to fucking um, Sudan a month from now. And you go to Sudan. You know what I'm saying? I want to go to South Africa tomorrow. Because of my discipline financially, I have the freedom to do whatever the fuck I want. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, there's a balance. You wouldn't have the discipline by making an impulse decision to go to Sudan tomorrow. No, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, it's a balance. There's a balance. The flip side of it. The dichotomy. The flip side of of it. Yes. You're not showing your discipline anymore by making an impulse decision. Hang on. The point is to have that there's balance. But I understand. The, the the thought process mentally right. mentally mentally you're there's like, a theory. I can do this there's a theory right that like, if I am disciplined in one area there's right. freedom in another right so because I but the second you start thinking I can go somewhere tomorrow yeah is the second you, you lose, lose that money freaking you discipline. lose money you're right right hang on but think about it this way if you don't have the discipline to save the money do you have the freedom to say I want to go here no you don't. It's not an option. You don't but have the with mo- the discipline. You still are not going to go there because you need the discipline. You need to maintain it. Like you had to keep there, it. You're you, still there's freaking, a balance there. There's <laughs> there's a balance you have to keep. You can't just go all out baller like Jeff Bezos, billionaire. Like buy a yacht that they had this symbol, a bridge to get out to sea. Like you're not going that far, right? But you're tapping into that discipline to have some freedom. You're not taking complete advantage of it but the discipline comes becomes the idol which then is not becomes the idol yes what do you mean yes it, it becomes your thing it becomes it comes, you're gonna obsession that's your obsession that's 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 going to be your eh, thing no not necessarily because there are some passive ways to make money and it just sit there but again money is now your idol which is never should never be the goal. No, like it's not. That's not the goal. the goal. The goal is the goal is to just live and experience things. Right. 
you can't do that with zero money. Yes, you can. You can. I, I, I guarantee you. No, can. no, no. It's possible. <laughs> Your experience with no money will be very different than experience with money. That's yes. all I'm saying. I don't want to be, be. I don't need to be rich. I want to be able to afford to travel right. to experience the world. Like, That's pr- all I'm saying. I promise you if my determination was enough to get to freaking Aruba or fucking the Bahamas or whatever, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah. With or without money, I'm going to make it happen. It might it's not be, be tomorrow. a lot harder. It might not be easy, yeah. but I'm going to make it happen. Like, yeah. I, hear, like, I, I get what you're and saying. And my experience there is probably going to be different with money. Rather than not money, but I'm still going to experience yeah, the same fucking place. It seems place. like your argument is that you, you're you going to experience hardship every step of the way, but you're going to get a type of experience. Oh, yeah. that's And that's the payoff. Is the payoff is the experience. Like, I'm going to... The like, payoff might, is the experience, but not, there's hardship I might not, even through the experience like, I might hardship. not experience... The fancy hotels that you experience. I didn't experience in whatever. Fancy no, I'm saying like, as a, someone with money, someone with money, I'm not gonna experience. Yeah, yeah. I go to the like fucking a tropical. You're gonna destination experience I, the street. Like I'm going to experience the same thing you did. I'm just not gonna experience the same. Like the the fancy hotel. Who gives a shit? I don't give like most hotels that are fancy anyways are fucking garbage, in my opinion. Anyhow, like the, the yes. There's a difference like, between. Fancy I've garbage. Sent, I've in, never spent my a night in a hotel, and we've been in a lot of them. Being in the military, we've been in a lot of them. Freaking like, to where I'm like, man, I would fucking spend a lot more money to stay at this fucking place. No, most well, of the time, you I never want to spend more money. Why the fuck am I spending this much money yeah. in a place that's this stupid? Yeah, you never want to spend more money. But there's a difference between fancy shitty and fancy fancy. There's a big fucking difference. Right. I can be like, relationship wise. You make friends. I can experience the same or better food with someone that knows how to cook than you did spending 300 fucking bucks at a restaurant that the same cook or someone just as good as the cook freaking cooked. Like, I've experienced the food. Yeah. But it was free because I knew somebody. So, Hmm. so, So the steak you buy at fucking, at goddamn chart house. I can make better. Hang on, hang on. The the steak you buy at Char House is the same twenty dollars steak you can buy at the fucking supermarket, and then come home and, make and go home and cook yourself. Yes, fact. The other part of the fucking price is the experience you're paying for in the place that you are. Yes, I understand. On this. the beach, see the sunset with the service. Like I that's the that. other part of what you're paying for. Mm-hmm. That's where the rest of the price. That's why that steak costs sixty dollars instead of just for twenty dollars. To, to bitch about the whole experience. I've that's never, I've, I've never bitched about Char House. I'm not, I'm not saying Char House is fucking. I'm legit. saying some people, some need people to understand to leave to complain. Like, if yeah. you're gonna go to a place yeah. to eat, if your sole purpose is to fucking complain, you shouldn't go out to eat. Fact. I hear you. Like, yes, there are sometimes that your service can be garbage and I promise you when that's happened to me like I didn't I literally didn't I wrote a note on the, like it happens sometimes. I paid I paid for the minimum experience <laughs> which was the total cost of my bill and, and then no I tip. paid no extra zero tip yeah and then I made sure that the waitress or waiter understood why I did that right I've left 
multiple long notes of why someone didn't get a tip on the back of a receipt. I was just saying, like, there's a deco- there's a balance. Yes. Between like, them. I don't go out to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, I wouldn't only, go out to I've eat. I've only eaten meat and fruit for the last fucking two months almost. Brazil's the only time I fucking ate shit. Like, ate other food, like, whatever, anything. Anything that was put in front of me, I ate. I've only ate, you know, before that, I only ate meat and, like, an apple before a workout. Mm-hmm. And then since I came back, I've only eaten meat and fruit. But that's my point. My point is that's because that's your goal. I don't right? go out to eat. Right. But your goal was for something like I'm that. I'm just really. playing with my diet. I'm just being fancy with my diet. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm in that stage. But I'm just I'm just trial and error or something. See how I feel. See how I, how I f- physiologically change. Yeah. yeah. No, but like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think our mental, like, just talking about, like, when you talk about, like, the experience. The experience, like, I I go to a place, South Africa. I experience South Africa. With money or without money, I experience South Africa. Yeah. My experience might be different. <laughs> it's and you might not, and you might want a different experience, but, like, my experience, I could talk to someone that fucking went to South Africa with no money on a missionary trip, and they'll tell you, they lived in the slums. They lived with the fucking people. And that was the greatest fucking experience in the world. Dude, I completely agree with you in that aspect. But the ability to go and have that experience, whether it be with no money or, or, or with money, even if I went somewhere and I paid for the ticket, I, get, I put myself in a place that I'm uncomfortable in. Whether or not I spend another dime in that place... And I just experience the experience I get. Does not concern me one bit. I'm just talking about I want to go places. The whole, this whole stem from me saying I yeah. want to go places. I want to. I want to well, save money. You want money the financial freedom to, to be like to be I like wanna, I want to go whatever. somewhere and uh, yeah. It, I could be I could be a fucking bum with a backpack and 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 travel all across Europe for six months. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Like who knows what I'm going to do in the fucking next eight years. You know what I mean? Like, who fucking knows? I tell you what, though. I tell you right now. I know that for a fact that I'm going to be traveling internationally at least twice a year for the next eight years. I'll put in the foreign travel packages. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be traveling somewhere internationally twice a year. So I I went to Aruba already this year. Then I went to Brazil. I'm going to go to London before the end of the year. That's three times. That's three times. Oh shit! Overachiever here. I'm over. I'm probably gonna go back to Brazil in summer. <laughs> fucking really overachieving. So, dude, I'm just fucking living life, man. I'm just being happy, dude. I fucking I love life right now. It sucks. I got bad days. Everybody's gets everybody gets bad days. Like I felt like shit today. Went to the gym. Took a shit because I wasn't feeling good. Halfway through the workout, I was like, fuck. I need to stop and wipe my ass. Like I, there might be a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, whatever, I'll be all right. After the workout, immediately went to the bathroom, took a shit. With me and me and my partner were the first ones done with the workout. As soon as I got done, went to the bathroom, took a shit. <laughs> then I couldn't. And then thirty minutes later, I was gonna, I was getting ready to walk out of the gym. Couldn't leave. Had to go back to the bathroom. Took another shit. Got home as soon as I got to my apartment. Took another shit, showered, had to take another shit. My stomach was fucked up. I just did not feel good today. 
seems like your diet's working. It was bad, dude. It, <laughs> dude, it, this happened to me when I first started doing only meat. So it's just it's just the start. I'll be good after a couple of days. I'll feel fine. I'll be good. But um, dude, I just did not feel good at all today. And there's ups and downs, man. Like Friday, Friday, I didn't have a good day. It was just long and shitty, and like the morning was great, but the rest of the excuse me, the rest of the day wasn't that good. Um. Yeah, man, there's ups and downs to life. It is what it is, dude. You just got to press on. Like, what can you change? What can you do about the, the situation right now Your as it is? personal situation? No, no, I'm saying in general, like a thought process. What can you do about it? Okay. It should be a process and everything. Well, should you be upset about the things that you, can, you can't change? Hell you no. have no effect on? No. no. And, and, and that's the basis of stoicism is that the things that you can't affect, you just be like, well, kind of shrug your shoulders like, I can't, I can't help that that guy ran that red light and T-boned my truck and now I have a broken arm. Like, I can't help that. Like, that sucks. But I'm not dead and I'm, I can continue tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a random. Like, that's a, that's the basis of stoicism is that things external to you don't affect you. doesn't mean you don't have emotions and that you're not upset, but you don't display that. You don't let it affect you externally. Yeah. Which I'm 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 starting to learn a little bit better, and as the conversation we had in the previous podcast is that, like, if you don't if you don't want to be in my life, great, don't be in my life. If 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 there's something that you do, whatever, like, great, I can't I can't control what you do or what you say or how you think. Like, I'm just gonna do what makes me happy. Right. Like, that's kind of in line the same concept. Right. Um, that's with everything. Communication, freaking, I mean, everything, like, uh, actions, like, when you start letting people affect you by the way they talk to you, or by the way their actions affect you, then you're just going to be negative in my mind. That's just... Or how how they take up your time, if it's negative. Yeah. Time's valuable. Yes. You get paid by the hour. Well, I mean, what if you got paid that, by like, what if you got paid by the hour at you're home? You're dying every hour. Yeah, like, exactly. Like it's, it's how valuable is how your fucking, how valuable is your hour to you? Like, like every every minute we fucking it's another minute lost. So it's like, um, you know, like freaking, I don't know, like that's something I've like. It's hard not to take some some stuff personal. But I tend to take That's something. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I tend to take stuff per- personally, and then I vent it out, and then I'm good. I tend to forget about it, like, and I've I've done that. I feel like I've I learned that lesson on recruiting duty, like, because there's so many fucking so much shit that happens on recruiting duty that you're just like, if you let it get to you. You're you're gonna be a freaking psych ward, ward. Like you're gonna be freaking so mentally freaking jacked, like that. Because there's so much you can't control. There's so much about that freaking job that you cannot control. And I don't know. I just learned to. I think it. To be honest with you, when I came back to the fleet, I think it fucking really made me a, a worse fleet marine. Because there's so much crap that I'm just like, you know. 
you can what if the crap out of, but what's the whiff them? Like, we'll take my, my. Hang on, whiff them. What's in it for you? What's in it for me? Mm-hmm. Okay. I was just, I was just in case people listen, they don't know whiff them. So. Oh, sorry, yeah, whiff them. So, yeah, what's in it? What's in it for you or me, basically? So, it's like, uh, the, I don't know. So, and you, and you think of it like that, you're like, what, what the fuck's in this for me? Like, and, you know, when I started thinking, like, what's in this shit for me? Like, to be honest with you, there's a lot that we do on a daily that there's nothing in it for me. Not a damn thing. Like, you can talk promotion, you can talk freaking, ultimately it's, it really don't matter. Like, and that's the struggle with where I'm at in my freaking job title and everything. It's like, I can come in here and freaking, I can come in and do everything I need to do, but to be like, to be honest, now that I'm leaving in August, it's like, if I did all this stuff, the next guy's going to take the credit. Because by the time everything that I, all the changes I make take effect. Right. Like, and that you got the ball rolling, but then you're gone. And then I'm gone. And then if he keeps that ball rolling, the result will be through the inspections that I will not be here for. And sorry, my evaluation has already surpassed. Like, my new evaluation has nothing to do with the old place I'm at. So, like, there is no whiff for me to do anything, to be honest. Just maintain. Right. So, that is my whiff is don't completely jack this up so my eval's at least decent. But Yeah, but... Don't, I'm not going to overachieve. Uh, yeah, you're not going to overachieve, but there's that old, like, saying, like, leave the campsite better than you look. Found it. Yeah, like, that that saying has never applied to me. I swear. Like, if someone ever fucking tells me that again, like, especially no? when I'm out of the Marine it's Corps, it's never applied to you, or you've never applied it. I've never applied it. Okay. Like, fact. Like, oh man, I'm way too more. I'm way too. I'm no. way too. Like this place right here. We'll take this house. You know, it's a military house, right? Here. It's, it's a military base house, right? It's got its it's got its problems, and it's, it's bet okay. I don't leave it. How'd you find it? Perfect. Fuck Was no. it amazing? Hell no. Are you going to leave it worse? Fuck, probably. Is, yes. it, is it worse right now? But they're going to come in and fucking, they're going to charge me. Oh, so you're going to compensate for. Like, they're going to charge me anyways, so dude, why the fuck am I going to fix it? There anything? were holes in the walls from my house where Tina threw her fucking dresser around. Right. They didn't charge well, me for that. There's freaking. They didn't charge me for any of that damage. They just charged me the, the carpet and pet cleaning. Yeah, that's, that's like, I so, mean, so they're going to charge me whatever. I left it. And, and and she cleaned a bunch of the baseboards and, like, the pet marks and stuff on, like, the windowsills from where they fucking put their fucking jowls on the windowsill, you know, and sit mm-hmm. and, like, watch people. She cleaned a bunch of that shit, and I was like, look, nobody asked you to fucking clean. So if you, if, if you want to go clean the fucking house, by all means, do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm going to take care of this shit the way that I need to take care of it. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm. She cleaned all the baseboards and stuff like whatever. The only feed that I had was the carpet and 
um, the the pet cleaning fee. Um, but there were holes in walls, and and dings in drywall that were way bigger than what was allowed. There should have been damage costs. But that's just like, but, but like I, think, I think the place? inspector was like, "Where are you guys moving?" I was like, "I have no idea where she's moving, but I'm moving across town." She was like, "Oh." I think she felt bad. <laughs> I think she felt bad for me. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they said but, they're going to take what, like, they're going to, they're like, we don't put deposits down in this place, in these places. So ultimately, freaking, they're, they're going to take They charge whatever. you at the end. They charge you at the end. Right, yep. Right. So they're going to freaking figure out whatever the fuck. I don't care. But, like, a lot of the shit that, like, a lot of shit that's wrong just happened. Like, literally, he brushes up against the walls and the freaking paint come off. Like, is that a chargeable? Like, I don't freaking know, but like I'm not gonna fix it. No, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get what like, you're saying. I'm opening up and like I'm opening up the but, door. Like, but if you don't fix it, guess what? You pay the compensation to be for it to be fixed. Yeah, either way, but I, so the, I'm just not gonna do it. So like, the philosophy of leave it better than you found it is still there because you get. Oh, they're not gonna fuck you. It. Get put on the bill. They're gonna for make it. this, and if you don't, then it's an acceptable well, damage. And you still left it the way you found it, or better. It's, it's well, true. Leaving it, leaving it where you, how you found, like I'm I, leaving I it never how go, you found it. I've never gone somewhere and not picked up my own shit. There you go. Like, That's the key right there. Like I've yep. never gone somewhere and been like, oh, I'm just gonna leave something that I fucking did. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, I came here and I did none of the, this crap. But I'm gonna fucking do it anyways, because I'm gonna leave it better than I fucking found it. No, fuck no. Like I'm gonna do whatever the fuck. Like make it make it like you were never there. Right. That's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Leave it the yes. same, or fact. Yeah. Like I'm gonna leave it. Like, like you're not gonna take a shit in the woods without digging a hole first. Like dig a fucking hole first. No, I, I've, I've I've done that. I've had to do it. I've dug a hole in the woods and took a shit. No, I just didn't and then and then I covered the I hole. Just took shit. Come on, man. You gotta dig a fucking. Why hole. the animals don't? I'm just the fucking same thing. Yeah, but it's a little different, man. That's no, no, a little different. I feel like it's a little different. No, that's because that's your your interpretation of us being fucking better than anything else. Like, no, I don't, fuck I don't no, know like, if we're better than anything else. Go swim like, in the ocean and tell me a fucking orca won't kill you. Like, we're not better than anything. Like fucking, we're we're just another organism on this fucking planet that's freaking, like true. Like yeah, like, I don't know, man. I had I had I had a t- we were in the field for a week in TBS and had a shit and there are no porta potties around this place where we we're bivouacking, which is crazy the way we bivouac and move in TBS. But it's really cool. It's kind of shitty. It's kind of cool. It's a great experience, but I'm glad I'm that's over with. But um. Yeah, I had to go take a shit, and there were no porta potties around in this one bivouac site, so I had to go dig a hole and take a shit <laughs> against a tree. And it was a pretty cathartic experience, I will say. <laughs> I it was, was nice. It was just nature and shit, and it was. Uh, in Iowa, I was running a trail. <laughs> and you just ran off the trail to the shit and to. kept back. <laughs> yep. That's I just funny. walked into the fucking trees and was like, yep, let it go. <laughs> yeah. And then continued my run. <laughs> There you go, man. I was like, I didn't even have fucking toilet paper or anything. I was like, fuck. Yeah, you had a shower when you got home. <laughs> yep, right? I did. That, that was sounds rough. terrible. <laughs> but no. 
no, like fucking, but no, that leave it. Like, oh, I hate that saying. I freaking like every time we make, make and you learn that saying. I feel like I've we've learned that as saying a kid in, camping. No, I've never learned. I didn't hear that shit until I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, for me, dude, it was as a kid camping. Like, leave it better than you found it. Like, don't. In other words, just don't leave your shit behind. Don't litter the fucking nature, right? right. Don't, don't fucking eat an apple and take the sticker off and throw it in the fucking woods. Don't fucking, don't um, um, what what do you do? Don't take a shit and fucking use your toilet paper and then not bury the toilet paper. Or the shit, or burn the toilet paper. Or like, you're eating, you're camping, you're eating on paper plates. Don't throw your paper plates in the fucking woods. Like, right. throw them in the goddamn fire. Like, or away. Or away, or yeah. we just burn the shit. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, we would too. But I'm saying, like, just, yeah. That's where, uh, that's where it stemmed from me growing up. Well, that's we where just that did that. From. It was never had to be said. It was just, you did that. Well, that I, was was, in, I was in Boy <laughs> Scouts for a couple of years, so that was so like a principal thing. Like, it was. Like, I didn't learn this saying until I was in the Marine Corps, and every fucking time we move somewhere, let's clean this place. It was just the right it, thing to do. Make it better than we found it. I'm like, how about we just clean up after ourselves? How about we just not fuck it up <laughs> yes. and, and clean up what we fucked up yet? <laughs> like, how about that? Like, like why this, can't that be the this, thing? This head at the range does not have to be field day ready. <laughs> it, it could be clean, but not, like, white glove. Right. Right. Like, I'm just like what I, f- the, I feel you. What the fuck, man? Like I, that's. I'm not saying take it too far. I'm just saying like you don't leave your mess behind. No, no, yeah, I agree with that 100. percent Don't yeah. leave your mess behind. That's actually a best way to put it. Don't leave yeah. your mess behind, but leave it better than you found it. Like fuck no, like I don't pay like no. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a yeah. The way that saying sounds, I don't like it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, like, leave it better than you found. Uh, why? <laughs> yeah. Like, what was wrong with it the first time I got here, for one? Yeah. Two, uh... I mean, if you went there with the purpose of improving the area... Right. Different leave story. Better, leave it better than you if found I'm it. I'm just traveling the country in an RV and camping, I'm just gonna not leave a trace of me behind. Like, I don't want to have an impact on the environment as I travel. Right. Right? You know what I'm saying? There's a difference. Yes. 100%. I hear you. Where's that meaning? Yeah, words have meaning. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Holy fuck. Words have meaning. Words have meaning. And yeah, when you say a lot of words, they start to lose their meaning. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, that's what I very say. hard to argue when you start a podcast, which is just you fucking talking <laughs> and saying a lot of words. Because then they have no meaning, right? But. Yeah. Like I, I, everyone, when I text people, they're like, they make fun of me because I'm like a one, one three, one to five word fucking texter. Like, yeah, I texted you. If you like, I texted you today. If you got anything to drink? You said yes. Water. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, first off, that's very uncharacter- uncharacteristic of you to only have water in your house. I know you have alcohol, some <laughs> yeah. shape or form. I didn't expect seltzers. I expected <laughs> wine and beer. <laughs> you had no wine. Because no. so, I was going to drink some wine. Yeah. <laughs> you had none. So I'm drinking seltzers and the whiskey that I brought. <laughs> and you're drinking beer. But I was like, okay, this motherfucker is like, he's fucking on the sauce right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I am. <laughs> I have been. Yeah. yeah, no, freaking. Yeah, no, but that's what I do. Like. Like, if I send you a freaking long-ass text, it's very rare, and then 
it's normally because I have. Know, it's rare, like, but I'll do it every now and again. I'll fucking send a long text, but most of the time it is like a short sentence, and it gets the point across. Like I'm not gonna freaking right. Like literally freaking <laughs> like <laughs> in our work group. Fucking the other day, freaking long ass te- message comes across. I'm like, and you would think with that long ass message, I would have a long ass response. I said, okay, do what you gotta do. <laughs> Something super simple and <laughs> stupid, dude. That concept reminds me of The Office, the episode where Kevin um starts speaking without like half the words in the sentences to try to be more efficient and he just it just came out like sounding more dumb than he fucking already <laughs> sounded and it was, and I was like oh man I know every episode of The Office dude you can't fucking trick me there's so much shit in there I've seen that whole series like probably like 20 times at least but um yeah the one there's one episode where Kevin was like trying to take out half the words of sentences and then and then Andy and Jim pull him into the office to explain to him why that's not okay and like to make sure that he's not like having a stroke <laughs> and and they explain to him that he just needs to use his fucking words right. like all the words because it's more efficient to use all the fucking words um <laughs> and uh yeah same concept <laughs> use less words <laughs> But your words are complete sentences. Yes. Yeah. Most of the time. Most of the time they are. Yeah. Or I say nice a lot. Or I respond with nice. And I'm trying to think of all the stuff that just comes up in my phone. Like the second I type in one word, one oh, letter. Yeah. I say kill or the <laughs> little hang 10 emoji. <laughs> Fucking hang 10, bro. Like cause I, I tend to just repeat myself a lot. Like, yep, yeah, nice. That's cool. You're welcome. Good. <laughs> oh, that sounds exactly like you in person. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, just completely indifferent. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's 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 about what's up. I don't know, but like, I I, th- I feel like it stems from the fact that freaking, you know, fucking hell, I've been around for a long time, and uh, you know, everyone talks about how I pause when I fucking talk. So if I feel like if I go further than that, I'm just gonna get made fun of. I mean, if you go further than a sentence, yeah, because everyone because you're gonna pause because everyone tells me like I fucking lose my train of thought, and then I'll just pause randomly when I'm talking. That's interesting. I, I mean, can't say you have never seen that. No, 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 no. I can see how that feeds into your mentality of short text messages. Short everything because it's accurate. <laughs> yeah, like, short everything. Like I fucking I hate telling stories because. Like when people tell me, no, like no, tell when me you tell stories, it takes you a minute. Fuck yes, <laughs> like yeah, because geez, I, I get for one, I'll get it fucking all on a tangent, and two, freaking like I pause a lot because freaking I forget what the hell I'm saying. Yeah, I do. In like the I, middle I of a story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Everyone's like, and then what? <laughs> like yeah. fucking then, talk, Brian. And then some people will freaking be like. They'll try to finish my sentence, and it just pisses me off more. I'm like, doesn't help. <laughs> like, bro, like, right. just let me be. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me collect my thoughts here. Like, I just had a squirrel moment. Fuck you. 
That's hilarious. Because <laughs> most of the time it is, it's either I forgot my train of thought because I had a squirrel moment, like, or I just plain out forgot. Like, I just blank. You just blank out? Yeah. Dog, you need to work on your cognitive skills. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was, kind of goes back to that communication thing. Like, literally, so, uh, oh, that's another thing that happened this week is uh, my OIC finally gave me my initial counseling. Now that I'm leaving, <laughs> you find your like, official initial counseling. <laughs> official initial counseling. I've been cool. working for this guy since November, <laughs> and he finally gave me my f- official initial. That's like, pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah. So he's like, "Well, I mean, you're hitting every wicket. Like, I, actually, you go above beyond mo- most of the wickets that I'm asking. But uh, if I were to hit you, I'm gonna if I hit you on your fit fit uh, on your report, like uh, communication, communicate, like." There's been a few times where I, I've thought in my head, like, am I just going to have to tell this motherfucker to shut up? Or, like, are we going to fucking throw? Or what? Like, you kind of got to get over that. And I know this ain't the first time you heard it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Definitely not the first time I've heard it. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's standard. It's standard. It's normal. Yeah. Yes. Like, no, sir, it's definitely not the first time I've heard that. But tell me, but the day you tell me that You've told me something, even though I argue it back, and I didn't do it. That's the day that'd be different. Because even though I fucking might be argumentative about whatever you tell me, if I don't agree with it anyways, um, the shit gets done. And the day that it doesn't get done, tell me that day, because that would be different. Yeah, if it's okay to do. If it's something immoral or illegal, you're not going to oh, do it. No. You know, yeah, but no, if, like, you may not um, agree with something, but you're I'm, still going to get it done. A, 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 a normal thing. Work, normal thing. Work, normal work. Yes, normal work bullshit. Yeah. That, Sign like, his math off. Yeah, like right. fucking stupid stuff like freaking, yeah. you know, this is where I see the freaking shop going. Well, sir, this is where I see the shop going. Freaking kind of shit. Like, All right, well, we're combining anyways. Yeah, right. So, like fucking, yeah, shit like that. So, uh, but yeah, no, he said, yeah, communication was... Probably your weakest. He's like, uh, other than the only way you could probably get better is if you did college. I could grade you a little higher on your that that portion. Oh, the education, yeah, the, piece, the education yeah. piece. Uh, but other than that, like you're probably gonna get E's on your performance, E's or an F, uh, which is in in our world that's good. <laughs> How is he gonna justify giving you E's and F's? I don't know, but he said it. That's like combat tour. I don't know. You were saving Marines' lives. Type type of type of justification required to put that grade on a fit rep. Well, he said he's gonna give it to me. Any any in my proficiency, the rest are gonna probably be Caesar. I'm ninety nine percent sure if you give an E or an F, you have to provide justification. Oh, I've gotten E's. Um, Maybe not E's, but definitely F's. You have to provide justification. Just like if you get an A, mm-hmm. that's at the bottom of the spectrum. Yeah. If you get an F, you that's on the top of the spectrum. You have to provide justification. Well, you write fair reps. I do not. Yeah, that's true. You don't. You've never written a fair rep. Yes. <laughs> Dog, fair reps suck. <laughs> I fucking hate writing fair reps. <laughs> when I'm when I'm done and they're com- and it's complete and I'm like, this is a good sound and fair rep. Or a bad, or 
a professional sounding bad fit rep. I'm like, that's some good work. Like that, I put some effort into that. You know what I mean? Like that sounds, and the whole thing is like, that sounds like a fit rep I got when I was a sergeant or staff sergeant, which is really hard to do when you're trying to write a bad fucking fit rep because most people in my position hasn't have never ever gotten a bad fit rep. Like we've never seen a bad fit rep. So when you had to write a bad fit rep for somebody, it's like, how do I do this? No, like I don't that. know how to write a bad fit rep. Not adverse, bad. but just bad. a below average. Yeah, I got an like, eighty. I got two actually, eighties. Oh, dude, that's me here. Me too. <laughs> As a warrant officer, like that's because MMCOs will always grade higher than the fucking than the AVO. Uh, One because they work right next to the AMO, and two because all they do is brainwash each other through 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 TBS and through school in their MOS school to berate and belittle the ordnance officer and the avionics officer and feed the AMO bullshit that their jobs don't exist and they do nothing. That's what I've had to live with since I checked in this unit with this fucking MMCO. We checked in together, same same Wobbit class, both brand new warrant officers, and all he's done for the last almost three years is berate three different AMOs ears with words that me and the ordinance officer that was in the same class that we were, he was actually my roommate in Wobbit, <laughs> do nothing. There's no purpose for us to be in the squadron. Our lives don't matter. We should kill ourselves. I'm dead serious. Yeah, no, fuck that. This I would I would have a lot of words. MMCOs are pieces of fucking shit. At least the one that I worked with has is. And yeah. Dude, yeah. On deployment. Five months into five months into a nine month deployment. Tell or not even five, more than five months, like seven months into a nine month deployment. Tell me I should go kill myself because I don't have a job and serve no purpose in the Marine Corps. Yeah, no, fuck that guy. Yeah. And doing the same thing to the ordinance officer. Right. You know how much the ordinance officer and I do? <laughs> you know how much shit happens because of the shit that me and him do in the in the dark? Yeah. And then all the hell that rains down on us when things don't work. Right. And that's the only time anybody acknowledges what we do is when things don't work. Right. But the M- the MMCO gets seen with every little thing that he fucking does every day because he works right next to the AMO. And he goes to every fucking planning meeting because he helps the AMO make decisions within the maintenance department. A mission wouldn't fly, though, without freaking ordnance or... Or avionics. Or avionics. Especially a fucking V-22. <laughs> Dude, V-22s are so avionics heavy. Like, everything, everything... Is down for avionics all the time. Right. It's fucking crazy, but that's why they always get graded better than avionics officers and ordnance officers get graded. They will always get graded better, always. So in most majors that are AMOs, they're AMOs for the first time, and that's the first time they're writing on warrant officers. Mm-hmm. So they don't have an average. So you become the bottom of their average. Mm-hmm. So I'm an eighty. 
It's just fucking. Ha- it's just how it happens. Yeah, mine wasn't that. Mine was my mouth. It was personal. I can see that. <laughs> that's fair. It was. Personal. That's that's reasonable. That's that's Vaughn. Yeah, that's me. Like, but what do you? Uh, what do you, like? But that's the thing is, what pisses me off the most is the fucking gunny that suggested that I should be his his eighty. I became his right hand man. Because they didn't understand how I communicate and how I do things. They just they just assume I'm just this conflicting asshole that just wants to argue and be right uh, all the freaking time. And I'm like, no. Like, I'm here for the fucking unit. Like, I don't really give a shit about any of this, to be honest with you. Like, if I was being straight, like, none of this affects me whatsoever in my personal life. Right. Like, and what I want to do in life, this has nothing to do with it either. You're, you're looking at, but this, I'm is how, gonna, this is how aviation happens in the Marine Corps. Like, this... You're doing it wrong. I am going to speak my mind. Yes. Yeah. Fact. Like... Yeah. Like, I read the book. You didn't. Like, not my what, fault. What ammo has ever touched a nap? No... Well, my, <laughs> just just as an example, my AMO that right now has learned everything about the nip through me. Ex- I promise. That's you. the fucking <laughs> point. That and guess what? He's your RO. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What QAO has ever read the nip? Not a fucking one. My QAO has learned the nip because of me. Exactly. And every, uh, the, the only the thing they the, AMO, the only thing <laughs> pilots know about goddamn aviation in the Marine Corps. From a maintenance perspective, is the NATOPS. And all the NATOPS for them that it provides for them is a checklist yep. and then emergency action procedures. Yep. That's all it is. I've been reluctant they enough. They know nothing about maintenance. That my last three AMOs have also been my QAOs. Reluctant? Yeah. Reluctant enough. Yeah. You mean like. Um, this is why my last three fit, fit fitness reports, I'm number one. Not, not, not reluctant. Reluctant. It's like. You're holding back. You've been fortunate enough. Fortunate. You've been fortunate enough that your QAOs then became your AMO. Is that what? Fortunate. Yeah. You said reluctant. Hmm. Yeah. Reluctance bad. Like I, I reluctantly am drinking this beer in front of me right now. I don't want to, but I'm going to do it anyways, because it tastes good. That's reluctance. <laughs> did, you, did I just expand your vocabulary? You did. <laughs> I think you just did. <laughs> been using that word a long time for the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I think I think you you may have been. Yeah. yeah. Reluctancy is like, I don't want to, but I will do it because of the the benefit outweighs the the, the cost. You know what I mean? Like, I will reluctantly, I reluctantly drove back to my apartment for all of this recording well, equipment. Like, like I've I'm lucky enough fortunate so. no yeah reluctancy is not luck <laughs> got it reluctancy unfortunate fortunate is the uh, is is the opposite of that reluctancy is like unfortunately unfortunately got it okay so i've been fortunate i've been fortunate you've enough. been fortunate enough <laughs> yes yeah that, uh, i'm glad we worked that out man <laughs> <laughs> i mean hey i learned something yeah good. uh definitely been using that word wrong uh Anyways, so yes. So, Mullen, Alpers, and now uh, Getchell. 
or my have been my. Why last does Getchel game, sound familiar? Uh, five thirty three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No fucking way. He was mm-hmm. in five thirty three. Ask him if he knows me. Uh-huh. Next time you see him, yeah. is he the AMO now or is he's he your QAO? He was my QAO. He's your AMO now. Yeah. Ask that bitch if he knows Dickinson. Probably from Avi. I was a I was a sergeant and a staff sergeant in five thirty three. Was Vest in your unit when he Who? was there? Yeah, Vest. Yeah. Staff Vest. Mm-hmm. He went home on terminal leave on, as a sergeant, got selected. Staff sergeant came back to get promoted, stayed in the Marine Corps. Get, same guess that was his OIC then. Vest. Same guy. Vest. No, Vest. I I know Jeremy from three twelve. Vest. Yeah, Jeremy Vest. Yeah. He was in three twelve yes. after I left. Probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know Vest from from five, five thirty. That, that bitch probably remembers me. Yeah, Vest is awesome. He's good. He's a fucking beast. Is he gunny yet? No, he he's a terminal staff. Ah uh, <laughs> man, see if he remembers me too. Where's he working at? Uh, he's he's now in one twelve. I'm about to go see him again. <laughs> okay. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. he's actually the QAT fat one twelve. So. Yeah, ask him if he remembers me. Yeah. And then Getchel, when you go back to work on Monday, right. ask fucking him if he remembers Dickinson. Yeah. From uh from Avi. Yeah. No, he because he's he's the same Getchel that was Vest boss. So if you were there when he was oh, yeah. boss. Yeah, probably. So yeah, he was in five thirty. He's a Wizzo. He was a Wizzo. It sounds really fucking I mean, I'm I said it. That sound that name sounds familiar. <laughs> like I said it. And if he was Vest boss, yeah. He was there when I was there probably. Yeah. You know, because I think Vest left pretty shortly after I did from from five thirty three. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I don't he think he was in five thirty three. I know Getchel yeah. was in five thirty three. Either way I know Vest. Yeah. So there's a connection there. Yeah. So yeah, ask him. Let me know, dude. That's hilarious. Small, but no, so he small was my fucking board. world. Yeah, no, he was. So actually, yeah, he was my he was my QAO. Like he learned a lot about like because I never, I will never, ever preach something unless I've read it, and then if I've and then if what I've read was outdated, and you come up because you've read something recently, I am so open. To pull it up and let's argue this. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, yeah. And I've rarely, very rarely, have I been wrong. There's been times. Well, when you're, when you have been in aviation maintenance for, you know, you have nine, ten years experience at minimum, like Man. ten years, but ten years of, yeah, like nine years of on aircraft, in some corners, yeah, ten years. Actually, have, no, because I only did three years of recruiting, so it would have been, I mean, you're talking 12 years? So, you have 12 years of experience with aircraft maintenance yeah. compared to a pilot who has two years of flying, maybe three, in school of other aircraft. Well, my QAO now is actually... There's uh, a disparity in, in, in experience and knowledge, is my he's point. He's 21. He's been twenty. He's been in the Marine Corps twenty one years. Fuck out of here! He's not twenty one. He's been in the Marine Corps twenty one years. Why has he been in the Marine Corps twenty one years and he's only a fucking QAO? Oh, that's why. Staff sergeant. He's a captain now. He talks about the drill field fucking all the time. Oh my gosh. That's type of see. I don't talk about drill field all the time unless it's brought up. If it's brought up, I'll talk about it. But I don't bring it up. He fucking talk about drill field all the time. That's that's a that's (laughs) the usually. uh, I'm not saying this is always the case, but usually that's true when it's people that made it successfully through the drill field and they fucking sucked the entire time, Uh and they'll talk all this shit about how great they were and how fucking the difference they made in the Marine Corps. Uh, He didn't talk about that. He just talks about 
Just the drill field. He just, I think he misses it. <laughs> Dude, I miss it. It he, sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. I hated it while I was there. I miss it. <laughs> he, I feel like he misses it. If, he, he just talks. He doesn't talk about how good he was. He didn't talk about like. If I could, if I could do a second tour as a as a warrant officer, I would do a second tour. Like he's talked about the different stages of like when he was, the diff, like the different things he's had to do from when he was like a heavy. Or whatever they call it. Yeah, heavy, third hat, fourth hat, senior, chief. From when he was like, all the stages, like, from when he was like, the hit, whatever, heavy, freaking, the senior, to freaking chief. Uh, uh, like, he, he just talks about the different stages of how it was as a leader in those. But no, like, but he does bring up an awful lot. Like, but he didn't talk about how good he was. He never talks about how good he was or how. He just talks about the experience of how he had to lead differently in each aspect. Yeah, it's very different. Uh, yeah. So, but no, he uh, he's definitely, but yeah, he's the one that fucking, he told me like, uh, yeah, your communication, you could, you could probably do better than that. Like, cause he, he's literally thought he, I guess he, there's been times where me and him have gotten, he's like, well, I had to feel it out. At first, I didn't understand, but now I just know that you, he didn't want, he's like, I don't want to use the word passionate, but like, you stand for something, and I know where you stand now, like. That's a good way to put it. Like, he's like, I don't want to use the word passionate, because I don't, I don't think you're particularly passionate about anything. In the you are rooted, world. you are rooted in your beliefs. But, like, he's like, <laughs> he's like, but there's been times. Rooted, you're so you rooted know. <laughs> is a good way to put it, you're yes. rooted. He's like, but, but there's been times that we fucking, I've literally thought, like, do I got to tell this motherfucker to shut up and pull his captain rank on my ass? Like, <laughs> I almost got in a fist fight with my fucking, the last OIC I ever had. In 533, I almost got in a fist fight with him. Screaming at this bitch, cussing at him in front of everybody. Get the fuck out of the shop on deployment. Turns out this bitch wrote one of my best fit reps <laughs> ever. And he was the first person to congratulate me when I got promoted, when I got selected. And he's a great dude. He's a good dude. I just didn't agree with one thing that he ever happened to do, which I'm not going to get into. It's neither here nor there, but I didn't agree with one thing. I didn't think it was fair to the Marines. I didn't think it was fair to the shop for him to do that. And I let it get to me emotionally. And I cussed this motherfucker out. <laughs> Chief Warrant Officer 2 getting cussed out by a staff sergeant who used to be a hat who knows how to yell <laughs> loud in front of the entire shop. Had to kick everybody out. And thank, thankfully, I'm glad he had the patience to let me blow up and be that loud person that I was. That was my mentality from the drill field to calm down and talk to me, help me understand his perspective from my perspective. Turns out the shit that I was asking for, I eventually got so that my Marines weren't like left high and dry. And, uh, like we kind of had an understanding from that point on, like you're not, I'm not going to let you just say something and not follow through with it mm-hmm. to the Marines, you know? <laughs> uh, 
That's the point. That's the point. That's but the I, point but I always will argue is like, yeah, you do realize you just can't do. You can't say that and then do something completely different. Well, that, that that's. But like that's that's the thing I always tell. Fuck. It, like I am literally the kind of guy, and this is like, and Major Getcho actually freaking, he he realized it quick. Like, you say something, I will do it. Whether I agree or not, I will fucking do it. Right. Well. Whether I feel like it's fair to the Marines or not, Hang like, on. I will fucking do it. You're absolutely right, unless like, there's a legal question involved. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's that's what involved I, this situation. Oh, okay. It was a legal thing, and I was like, we're not doing that. And it took an argument that almost went to blows. I was ready to fight, <laughs> but that's but that's with anything, like, right? The, legal, not legal. I don't like. I don't care. Like, if you're not defending the people under you, like, then what the fuck is you? What are you doing there? Why are you there? Like, yeah, you might as well just join them at that point. Like, what the fuck? You're, you're a part of the sheet. Like, what the fuck are you, like, if you're not the buffer, if you're not, like, and that's what, like, that's what it all boils down to. It's like, I'm not freaking arguing with you, sir. Like, you know, when you fucking, when you're in the situation, you're like, I'm not arguing because, forget, I'm not going to do what you do. I'm arguing because I'm not, I don't necessarily agree with what we're fucking doing. And I want to be fucking heard before we make this fucking decision. Right. Like, right? Like, right. before we, before we act that affects people. Yes. Like, freaking, that's the point. The point is, I'm your freaking right hand. Like, just like a fucking, every CEO's got a sergeant major, fucking, every freaking maintenance officer's got a freaking master gun or a freaking yeah. maintenance chief. Every MMCO's got I'm a fucking. Your, I'm your right hand as am, the QAO. Yes. Yeah. Like, freaking. Hear me out before we fucking start freaking. Because once you say it's go, yeah, you're twelve. I can't fucking you, say anything. You can't use your twelve years of experience within your maintenance department if your Q, QAO doesn't let you. Right. Yeah. Like so, it's like that's the point of it, and like that's a, a I don't know. I took a big compliment when freaking when I was on recruiting duty and freaking all the Marines called me and said. You know, because freaking a lot of them got NJP'd or whatever. I feel like I've said this in this podcast before, but like it's a, it is a huge, a huge compliment. Like I did things. Yeah, to them. they're like, hey, how do you do this? <laughs> like I freaking did things to them in return for things that I fucking had to either fucking get yelled at for or freaking like I was a buffer like. I was a true fucking buffer, and they didn't understand that until after I left, and they didn't have a true buffer. Yeah. Like. That's the point of having a very senior experienced sergeant or a staff NCO, period. And fucking, like, I didn't realize how bad it was, though, at freaking, how bad my mouth gets me in trouble until, <laughs> until Sass. <laughs> oh, no. What do you mean? Sass do? told me that, he, so 312 was... So, you know, he went to 251 and come back, right? Right. He went on deployment. He right. served with 251 and he then went, came back. And then he came back, right? Yeah. So, when he came back, like, Mass Sergeant. Was Foster Thomas? there when you were there? Foster, yeah, Foster, Foster yeah, yeah. There, right? So, Foster freaking was there. And I they, seen Mass Sergeant Thomas yeah, well, here. He was a gunny there. But, yeah, he was a gunny there. But, uh, I seen him here. He worked at CNET yeah. across the street. But, anyways, yeah. Yeah, fucking. Sassy. So, Sass tells me, like, Foster, Mass Sergeant Foster and, uh, Chief Officer Hayes, they call him back, and they want they want a 
they want him to write up who they think the mentor of the year should go to in three twelve, right? Like for your mentorship program? For no, just as a as a who the who in three twelve, right? As a sergeant, because apparently three twelve was recognizing who they think every shot it had to be a sergeant. To it was like sergeant freaking mentor mentor who's who's most impactful. leader impacted yeah, right. junior so, marines okay all right so it was it was to recognize us whatever so sass does this sass told me he worked like two two three days on a write-up for me right okay turns it in and they immediately looked at the name and said no <laughs> we want you to write on you on yourself mm-hmm they said, write yourself yeah. up for this. Yeah. Bitch, that's a lazy-ass leader. Right, for one. That's, that's but, the first but, that's, Okay, yeah. They uh, want, but I didn't realize how bad my mouth got me in trouble. Because you know how Sass is. Sass is a fucking... He's just as bad. He's worse than you. He can be. <laughs> yeah. He can be. Yeah. Like... I don't know if he was worse than me. Like, he can be. Maybe not with everybody. Like, but everyone likes him. Yeah. Like, he's likable. He's, like, he's, yeah. Like, everyone likes him. But, yes. His work ethic is very, very good. Like, freaking. So, <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand it. Like, I didn't realize how bad my mouth. And, like, Sass said that he looked at Mass Sergeant and said, You understand. That that dude out there has given you guys probably the easiest fucking six years in this unit that you will ever fucking have. Right. And you're going to fuck this dude over. Dude. Yeah. Like. Oh, between, between you, me, Sassy, Haney, Storm, Horth. Dude, we had a crew. Like we had We a crew. had the fucking team. We had a crew. We had the goddamn team. We had a crew. Like it was fucking like, Penterpy, White. Like even our Consul. Our weakest link in my mind is better than probably my fucking most average fucking slightly better than average avionics marine. Dude, we had an ordnance marines troubleshooting Avi. Smartly, when it came to their SMS, yeah. I know we taught them. <laughs> yeah, I know it was fucking amazing. There, that team was the fucking best. Like dude. all day, still teaches fucking. Yeah, and he's a fucking warrant officer. <clears throat> but he yeah, no, he finally got selected. He selects for warrant officer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he came over. That motherfucker is smart yeah. as shit. Yeah, you know, but like, he was, he grew up with us. That motherfucker too. I taught him. Yeah. Like, we taught him. Yeah. I don't know who else taught him, but I know I was God part of damn it. it. Yeah. We all like, did. Like, he checked in with all of us. There was, there was like, a handful. He came, like, but yeah, like, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, freaking, it just makes me mad that people take the shit personally and not professionally. Because of the way you respond. It. They talk about professionalism, professionalism, professionalism. Professionalism isn't, like, yes, sir. Like, that's not professionalism. No, no, no. Like, fucking... The, you could argue like, an aspect of professionalism is that, but it's not really. No, it's like it's not yes sir. It's never been yes sir. It's never been like fuck, like like no. I shouldn't fucking like get into a 
drop down fucking and completely lose all tact. Right. Which I've never fucking done except with Gunny fucking Davis. Oh man. Like Yeah. Like We've all had our moment with <laughs> with, with him or someone else, but you Matt, know. It's, Matt has been Matt was, he was an difficult. outstanding fucking leader and right. like freaking he understood and he he never let he always understood that we were fucking way younger than him and like There was learned. a point to everything we did. Yes. Yeah. So but like I, I've never lost tact with any anybody except freaking, well, I guess McCord too, but like freaking. <laughs> All right, uh, who else? <laughs> who else? Well, McCord was because of, of a leave incident and like. That's, and actually, that's not a capacity of work. No, like freaking. It they was, don't count. Uh, that was, but the funny thing is, is any, like me and, me and Matt, I love Matt to death. Fucking McCord, love that guy to death. Like, freaking, he's a good dude, like, so on and so forth. Like, anyone that I've had, Barg, Timothy Barg, the reason why I have an 80 on my fit rep, I swear to gosh, like, that dude's an awesome dude. Like, freaking, they were they were doing what they needed to do because they didn't know how to handle me, right? I had to teach them how to handle me. Yeah, everybody who meets you and he's a <laughs> warning, and then they, then they got to get to know you. I mean, it's not even the dude. If Layla comes here, this is the thing. If Layla comes here, I don't know if I want her to meet you the, for her first trip, and and everybody from the gym saying bring her to the gym. I don't know if I want her to come to the gym on the first trip. Like, I don't know if that's like substantial. Like, I don't. I don't know. If that's if a good I, idea. That's if I, if I don't meet Layla on her first trip, I'm. I'm we're gonna. I'm. I'm gonna take it personally. <laughs> That's. Uh, you know what I'm saying. Like maybe. Okay. Maybe like. Like have a drink. If you guys don't come down here, or just we, you could take me out to public, so you know I don't cause a fucking scene. No, no, no. <laughs> so, she she don't eat, but like once a day. Right. Like this is the environment down there, but I'm not trying to change the subject, but like. You have to. We we might get a drink, together, <laughs> and then we'll, and then me and her will leave and. Fucking, I'll, I will apologize sincerely in the car ride home. But uh, <laughs> from what the uh, like, you, people get you got to get warned, man. That's that's the whole point. Of what I was saying is like, you, you got to warn people before you meet them, bro. It's I don't know what it is about you. I love you to death. You're an amazing dude. I I don't know why people don't take it. I don't know why people take it the wrong way. But when people first meet you, everything's taken the wrong way because they don't know you. Yeah, but right. once they know you, they realize that they have no reason to take it the wrong way, which is what I'm afraid Layla might do. I don't think she will though, because she seems kind of like you in the in the in the aspect of like she speaks her mind. And she apologized to me today because she was. T- I was asking her about my tattoo shit, and she was like, "I'm sorry. Like, I don't mean to be rude. That's how I feel." And I was like, "Oh, I appreciate it. No, thank you for speaking your mind. You wouldn't say it if it didn't mean something to you. Like, there's a reason why you said it. I appreciate it. I'll consider your opinion. Thank you. You know." And she was like, "Oh, most people would consider me rude." And I was like, "Don't." She's like, "I'm sorry." I was like, "Don't do. No need to apologize." <laughs> I've had a friend for about. Yeah, let me years. let me tell you about let me tell you this guy before you come here. Let me tell you about this guy now. Let me warn you early in like, advance. I was like, "There's no need to apologize. 
I was like, I'm not offended or, or at all feel upset about, about what you said. Like, I hear you. I appreciate what you had to say. Like, I'm not the type of person to judge you on what you, on your opinion, you know? And, uh, she's like, okay, thank you. Like most people think that I'm rude. I was like, not at all. And, uh, you're, you have the same kind of mentality. Like you come off as rude to I'm people not that to be, to, to, you're not <laughs> trying to be right. And she wasn't either. And I had, there's no inclination from me that she was being a dick, you know, right. but you have, you have a aura that emanates from your um, interaction with people that don't know you. And it's uh, uh, an abrasive, it's an abrasive kind of feeling. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know that. You know, when, when people told. don't know you, yes. even for like three months, if somebody knew you for three months, they were forced to be around you and interact with you, they would understand. Yeah, they, but they, but for the first month, especially the oh, first they, month, they hate their life. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck is this dude? <laughs> get get the, this dude. Get the fucking dude. Everything you're doing is wrong. Like, just let me do the things the way I want to do them. You know what I mean? With with and don't fight me. Like, don't fight me. You know what I mean? If you if you disagree, just fucking go with it. I don't care. That's that's the mindset. It's like, I don't care about your opinion because you're abrasive. That's what. It, comes after the first reaction mm-hmm. i don't know what we got to do to to ease you up man to to i mean I've i I, I have no complaints yes i like and you the way you are dude. after they I, get to know me i like you the way you are man you're a fucking great dude you're interesting you have uh, you have a lot of interesting opinions and, and and thoughts on things and i appreciate that and I'm glad we've been fucking friends for 15 years, dude. It's been a fucking blast. I hope there's another 15 years ahead of us. But um, you're, yeah, you're just a little abrasive. It's fine. It's fine. It's just your personality, man. Yeah. It's just the way it is. But I've accepted it. But people got to give you a chance. Yeah. And I think that's where the problem lies is that most people don't have the time or they're just immediately aggressive. Fuck off. Fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like right. that's the normal reaction nowadays is that the, people are so far, so quick to, well, fuck you. And then cut you completely out yeah. of their life to where their, your voice, your actions, your whatever has no input in what they see in a daily basis on a daily basis. Yeah. And that's, that's terrible because, you're a fucking great dude. You know what I'm saying? I tend to. I if tend you give, if I gave you, if I was brand new and I met you and I gave you a month, I would be best friends for you for the next fucking 15 years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and what value does that add to, could that investment add to my life versus me cutting you off after the first impression? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's insane. Why are so people so quick to judge? I don't know. I mean, but it's true. Like fucking. Yep, I know. It's 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 what it is. This is like my uh, hmm, my first my first impression. So our major is not good either. But oh, it's it'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, like, we're all guilty of it, right? Like it happens to all. We we all do it well, at no. some point it's, or have done it. At some it's point. a guarantee for me. Yeah, it happens, <laughs> like, man. It happens. <laughs> well, I think that's your abrasive side coming out on the other way. Like I'm just saying, my sarcastic, right? Uh, yeah, like 
but I mean, I, my problem is that I'm not gonna say anything behind your back that I'm not gonna say to your face. So, which isn't like most people. Like, it's a firm rule of mine. Like, if I, if I'm willing to say it, freaking to someone else, I'm definitely a hundred percent willing to say it to you. So, otherwise, it just won't come out. Right. Like, and that's, I guess that's where, like, I fucking, and nothing I do, nothing I say or nothing I do is personal to me. It's just, uh, it's a situation, and I use sarcasm to cover it, I guess. I don't know. And I guess you could say there's personal in that, but, like, ultimately, that's how I get past it, is there's, I, I have to use sarcasm to freaking get past certain things, I guess. I don't know. But to get past, like, being frustrated, being, like, annoyed. Oh, yeah. Like, Fr- being mad. Sure. What is like, it? Like, freaking literally, like, you know, like, like, you know, you put your opinion on me. You, you say, so, for instance, we'll just say, you put your opinion on me, right? I'm probably not yeah. going to say anything right back, right? Yeah. I'm probably not. I'm going to let it fucking resonate. I'm going to fucking let it. You're going to reflect. Probably not gonna you're going to think about it. Unless I'm drunk. If I'm drunk, I'm probably just going to. You're coming right back. You're, you're going to smack go- me in the face with an argument. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to you. come back. Yeah. With. No, uh, trust me. I know I know the drunk. I know the drunk Brian <laughs> is right back with the it's mushroom gathering. <laughs> right, I know. Like, you know like, it's, yep. I'm, I'm probably in. If I'm drunk, I'm probably going to come back with something. But when I'm sober, I like to think about how I want to approach the situation. Right. When I'm drunk, it's the first thing that pops in my head I'm going to fucking say. And we're just going to go, we're going to wing it from there. Okay. Like, And in the, in the middle of that argument, I could, could completely freaking just change my mentality because I'm just arguing with you to argue with you at this point. Yeah, which is a lot of what our arguments stemmed from. Was you just plain devil's advocate? Yes, hundred like, percent. But but I will fucking play devil's advocate but, all day long. But everybody else on the other side that's in the room is getting all riled up and all this shit, and it's like, you motherfucker, fucking <laughs> like, but and you knowing that you're wrong, but just plain devil's advocate. Fuck yes, hundred percent. Nine times out of ten, I. I what will, is the reason? Though? I will catch in. I will catch in the middle. Say. To feed into the frustration? No, What's no. the point? I'm learning. Like, at that point, I'm just learning. Like, I'm, I'm going to learn as much as Because we're fighting I... your side. Because we're fighting your argument. Like, it could be your argument. Like, I'm just learning at this point. Like, once I catch... Oh, yeah. Once I catch that I'm 100% fucking wrong in a scenario, like, and it's happened, especially when I'm drunk, like, I will fucking... Yeah, oh. You change your mind. Like I will now. I'm just gonna. I'm going to dev. I'm going to devil advocate to fucking learn more and more about how far it goes. Does that make sense? So, it which frustrates a lot You're of people. You're gonna just try to get informa- as much information yes. as you can from 100%. the other side so that you can learn. Yes, like hundred yeah, percent. You don't have to do that in a in, a, in an argumentative way. You'd well, be like, at this oh. point, we're already argued. You could be like, "Oh, we're already in an argument." I understand. Though. Oh, I get it. Like that makes sense. I want to know more. 
You could be like that. That never works. You know <laughs> it, it, it never works. <laughs> it like, never I, works. I feel like that is, I've done that before. And just, oh, man. I promise the argument you. argument continues. The argument continues? Yes. How? I don't know. But like I feel like I've done that you, before. You, you change sides and the argument continues. But I'm still going to so, like... I'm going to... So instead of that, you get a stronger foothold on the opposition. Yes. I will in, fucking... In I order will, to gain more a more... A more thought out fight from the from the other. So person. now I'm just learning. Yeah, I'm learning from you. I'm learning. I'm literally learning from you. I'm gonna. I'm 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 gonna fucking. So I'm gonna take everything in that you're saying to me, and I'm gonna flip it, and I'm just gonna fucking feed it back to you, and frustrate you more. I understand that I'm frustrating you. Dude, more. it's you are I sometimes fuck. you are the most frustrating person to have <laughs> like, a debate. I understand. It's I'm been a while since we had a debate that's lasted a length of time. I, the statue, the sta- the clean, the clean and jerk is a perfect example. Right. But you cut me off because I wanted to argue more about it. I know you did, but it's been a while since before then that we've had an argument like that. Yeah, that one I was just like, you, yeah, you, 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 you bowed out. I did. You bowed out. You said, oh, "Let me look like, this up on I my will, own." Because I, yeah. I knew that was something I just look up and be like, "Oh, I'm fucked up." I'm <laughs> Whatever. Like, right? There was no deep meaning behind it, but like. If there's there's a deep like I will literally I will and then I will play, I will fucking argue like I said I will fucking listen to what you're saying and I'm listening intently I promise you I'm listening intently, and I'm gonna flip whatever you fucking said I don't care what it is I don't I, it doesn't matter you're gonna flip it I'm just gonna flip it, just to see That's how so you come up. back that seems not fucked up, just if you come back in a productive way or what yes. or what information you have yes yeah and the second you fucking the second you freaking are done and you don't have any more information, I'm going to end the argument. And be like, yep, okay, that's as far as it goes. And I, I take it no personally. I don't, uh, and I'm not going to tell you I was wrong. Like, fuck no, that ain't, that's not going to happen. But bet, I don't, I don't leave that situation freaking evolved, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, more fucking in tuned. But I'm never going to fucking tell you I was blatantly wrong. If you knew you were right, who gives a fuck what I think? Like, your your need for me wanting, or for me to agree with you is your own personal need. I don't have to feed into that. That's not something I need to feed into. Yeah, but what if you were actually wrong? That's what I'm saying. I, I could be 100% wrong, and I'm going to argue, but you're never going to know okay, hang on. that I was 100% so wrong. Let, so let's take this as an improvement, right? Because you admitted you were wrong about the cleanage jerk. So you're improving. You're becoming a little less abrasive. Well, no. I'm, well, we've known each other for. <laughs> you have no reason to fucking yeah, not yeah, tell you. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Some the, most of these fucking arguments I get into with people, I never see them again. Oh, yeah, it's true. Or like, fucking, like, like your like your cousin Vaughn. Yeah, like, yeah, like John Vaughn. Like, <laughs> not that you like, ever got into argument with him, but <laughs> but yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like most of these fucking like like or I'll see him for a year. I'll be with them for a year, but they'll never fucking know that I. Now, they changed my mind. They'll never fucking know that. They'll never see it, the result of their argument. Yes. They'll just they'll just always think, this motherfucker, Brian. Yes. This motherfucker, This motherfucker Brian. that thinks this is so goddamn wrong. Right. But they'll never see but it. But in, in reality, yes. you are 100% on their side of the argument. Yes. Fact. Like, has, have, so, has that happened? Mm-hmm. And then years later, you... Re-ign- you reignited a, 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 a association with the person and then argued their side? Hell yes. 
and then you realize, and then they realize you are on their side, and they've changed, or they're on the same. Oh, I have no clue. Like I've literally used arguments. I've so debates. I don't like calling arguments because I always like if I'm arguing. No, it's with a you, debate. It's a, it's just, just it's just discourse. You, it's just discourse. If I'm arguing with you, I'm probably not gonna think rationally, and I'm probably gonna want to fight you. Yeah, argument is different. It's aggressive. It's not well thought. It's not a but discussion. Most people think that what I consider a debate is an argument. Argument usually tends to include some sort of yeah. An argument usually tends to include some sort of a violent right. verbal. Um, or, or even right. physical um, interaction, right? right? A debate does not. A, a debate can be verbally violent, but it's not. Uh, there's and, that's it, and and it's not even that. It could just be discourse. What's that? Um, no, like freaking. But that's what I'm saying. Like I never consider it, but like I do know that I've been called multiple names, in. Yeah. That's how I know they're taking it as an argument because they'll yeah. call me and a that fucking could just be them taking it personally fucking, too. That could be them taking like, it personally. But ultimately, I'm I'm debating with you at this point. Like I'm, and like I said, I've definitely used things that I've learned from people through that experience, those kind of experiences. And when I run into someone else, oh, you use that. I'll person, use that, that fucking information. Hell that yeah, you were on the other side of. Yes, you'll use that against their argument. Yes. on the side you used to be on. Yes, fact. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, but most of the time, those arguments, that dude is not going. to How much? How many of those things do you fact check? I, I like to, to to validate the education you've received I off of a debate. Check. Yeah, fact. Like I always, I never. Like you're curious, like oh, he said this is this is this in our argument. Yeah. I wonder if that's true, and right. you go and you educate yourself because right. you heard this information. All right, that makes sense. Yes. The only time I don't fact check is when I'm like, where the fuck did I think of this? Like, like how fucking this? stupid was this? Like, was this thought? Yes. Like, there's times that I've been like, wow, I'm fucking. This, like, because like I said, when most time in the argument, when I feel like I'm wrong, like, I don't know if I'm 100% wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to debate my fucking side. Right, and then I'll go fact. Yeah, you know, you never know. You could be wrong. Like, so that's the when they give me that feeling. That's when I start debating, like hardcore, mm-hmm. just to learn more. And then hundred percent, I will go fact check everything, fucking everything that I I can remember from the fucking debate. But if if I'm if I'm like if you punk me, hundred percent punk me, and I'm like, where the fuck did oh, I get? Oh fuck, my, yeah. Then I'm probably gonna let you know. Shit. Yeah. Like right then and there, like, why the fuck did and I'm gonna be like, why the hell did I think that? Like That's so wrong. Like Yeah. And I'm probably then you're gonna know I'm in agreement with you right at, right then and there. Like so two different scenarios of what kind of Is there something that you you're did. like truly ignorant about? Right. Like yeah. so like this is kinda like uh I got into a a little debate about friggin' LeBron James height, right? With someone, and when he said okay, because I was like, LeBron James is only six eight, and he's like, no, he's six nine. I was like, what? <laughs> you're, you're arguing an inch. Yes, we're arguing an inch. And I'm oh, like, man. no, bro. Like, I'm 100 percent sure he's at six eight. And he said okay, and I was like, well, fuck, maybe he is six nine. I didn't even think he was that tall. He's six nine. <laughs> he's 100 percent six nine. Six, nine. <laughs> you just pulled six eight out of your ass. 
Who's no, it? he's six. He, bro, I was going by when he was in high school because I heard him on the fucking radio hundred times a fucking day because I'm from Ohio. Yeah, and of course, yeah, of that course. motherfucker was on the news, and he was six eight. I don't know when he grew his inch, but he was a hundred percent six eight. In high and school, fucking high school. <laughs> in high school, right? So I don't know when he grew well, that extra well, inch. There you go. But like, it's a good example. I just didn't keep up with him. Sorry, I didn't. I, yeah. He's not important to me, so I don't fucking care. But like, right. Well, he went. To, he went to Miami and then came back, and now he's like, in LA. So, but either so. way, but like. I was just like, hmm. You don't watch basketball. But when he way, said, so. yeah, no. But when he said, okay, I was like. Was it sarcastic? Was he like. Yeah, uh, no, he, he literally, because I did it to him. He was like, he was like, okay, I, bitch. I, I literally did it to him. He was like, okay, bitch. I did it to him two days before about the NAMP. <laughs> oh, about work stuff. Yeah. <laughs> about work stuff. I was like, he argued, he was arguing, he was debating with me. I was like, okay, guns. That's cool. That's how I said it. And then he did it to me again. Or he did it to me. It was kind of like his payback. Um, the second he did it, I knew it was his way of communicating. Like, okay, Vaughn, I'm speaking your language now. Fuck off. That's very funny. So I was like, I immediately looked it up. The second he said, okay, I turned around, got on my phone, and I looked it up. He still doesn't know today that I looked it up and that he's right. <laughs> But I know, I know he's right. <laughs> but yes, I'm gonna go pee. All right, Brian's gonna take a piss break. We're gonna pause for a second. We'll be right back. We're gonna close up here in a little bit. It's getting late. It's been, uh, dude. It's been like three hours. We started at like five thirty ish. It's it's nine. Wait, did we start five thirty? It's nine thirty now. Has it really been fucking four hours? All right, we'll be right back. All right, man, we're back. We are. Brian took a piss, grabbed another beer. Perfect timing. Scotch woke up because I wanted to pet him. He's so adorable sleeping. I wanted to say hey and get a smooch. He's he's a good boy. How old is he now? He'll be three this year. Let's say he's like two or three, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's a good pup. He sheds a lot. He does. He a little bit. I need substantial. A, it's yes, substantial. If I, I feel like if I brushed him though, like, dude, I haven't get a brush. Uh, I need to get a brush because I feel like if I brush him a lot more, he probably wouldn't shed as much. I, I think a, it's my lack of brushing him. I, I was about to say I have a dog brush you could have because I my dogs don't shed enough, but they aren't my dogs anymore, and I don't have the brush. Yeah, so I used to have one. Because I had huskies, but yeah, that's true. Oh my god, husky shed. Yes, yes they do. Just don't have any anymore, so I just need to pick one up and. Do the cheap? Oh, yeah, seven crazy. bucks. Seven bucks, Peco. Yeah. Seven bucks, go. Yeah, I just need to pick one up and actually brush him. I feel like that would limit his shed because I feel like I 100% feel like it's a lack of my attention to him. Yeah. As far as grooming goes, it's not like he's. Unhealthily groomed. No, he's very healthy. He just sheds a little. That's normal dog stuff. Dog shed. Well, he needs his, his he nails. Needs his nails need cut. Yeah, his nails need. They don't tap on the floor though. Not yet. But I've had dogs start. where their nails get to tapping on the floor, and it's like, all right, bitch, you need to fucking 
You need to go to tap dance lessons, or we need to take you to the vet to get yeah. things fucking trimmed. Yeah, no, I need to trim them because Tina would trim theirs, but yeah, trim. She didn't take care of them the last couple months. We were in the same house together. Seriously, like Maxie's been limping for months. She's been limping for months, walking on three legs. I took her to the vet. Spent nine hundred bucks. <laughs> this is in December. After we were separated. Didn't get compensated for half the bill. What was wrong with her? I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, Doctors don't know. They were like, if she, here's some paid meds. Here's some meds for her joints. Some shit like that. They're like, if, uh, if she's not better in like a month, she's still doing the same thing, bring her back. She might need surgery. Might do like, do like a biopsy on her joint. All kinds, like a couple of things. Two months later, still walking on three legs. Tina won't take care of her. So it's not like Scotch is fucked up. No, no. He's just a little hairy. Yeah. Well, I just I noticed the I noticed the nails this morning when his we nails were look running. normal as fuck, dude. Oh, when we were running, I they don't them. they don't click clack. They did. They did when he was running. When he's walking around the house, they ain't click clacking. That's that's what I'm saying. I didn't notice it until we ran this morning. Yeah. And then they. Yeah. His his left side don't look too bad. Eh. Mm -hmm. He can get a little trim. It's not. Yeah, they're not bad. I haven't trimmed them in. It's probably been since January. Oh damn, that's pretty good. Three months. January. January December. I'm trying to remember if it was before the kids were here or after. What up, baby dog? God, he's so cute. Yeah, he's a freaking little shit. I love his personality. He's a bossy little thing. He's hilarious. Yeah? Yeah, He's whiny. He complains if he don't get what he wants. And the other night, like, I was sitting here. And I sat down. I went to, like, turn on the TV, but I didn't turn it on. And I was just sitting here. And he sat right there. And he sat down. On the floor? Yeah, he sat right like right there and he sat up and then he started like rrr, rrr. I was like, What the fuck's wrong with you? And he's like rrr, rrr. I'm like, Who the hell do you think you are? Talking to me like that. And he's like, rrr, rrr. I was like I've never seen him act like that. It's hilarious. In fact, he did. I was like And then I looked at the time, I'm like, Oh, you hungry, huh? And the second I wor- said the word hungry he fucking shot that way. I'm like, yep. He was food. Chow time. <laughs> he was hungry. He's a bossy little shit. Yeah. He's like, hey, bitch, you ain't fed me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally freaking. I need some food, motherfucker. Yep. He's. That's funny. He's, he's got at a least great that's. At least uh, that's good. He nicely tells you, hey, bitch, like <laughs> I ain't, I ain't, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I need some goddamn food. Right. I'm assuming he's he sleeps in bed with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. So that's the only way to have dogs, man. I mean, there's some kind of dogs that you cannot have sleep in your bed. They are not the kind of dogs you can't even have in your house. There are some <laughs> dogs, some breeds that are like that. There are because they weigh 110 pounds, <laughs> and they're bred to fucking kill people. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Most dogs. Would probably love you a lot more if they slept in the bed with you. If they, if they don't know what that's like, 
they're still gonna they're not gonna love you any less dogs would love unconditionally that's a great thing about them mm-hmm. cats are dicks <laughs> they don't love anybody they have no souls dogs love everybody for the most part depending on how they're raised right that's a big part of it but most family dogs domesticated are like gentle love unconditionally a little territorial and protective absolutely and rightfully so they're instinctive animals Mm -hmm. a little bit of that's been bred out of them but it's not not all of it right Mm -hmm. but um yeah man if you got dogs that you care about you should be you should be able to snuggle them when you go to sleep yeah no he he sleeps with me but he (laughs) he's a fucking for as small as he is he takes up a lot of space (laughs) I'm telling you, bro, like, he's, I mean, he's not, like, the smallest dog, but, like, he's not a fucking big dog either. He only weighs, like, 30 pounds. 35, yeah. Dude, I had two 65, 65 to 70 pound dogs. Two. <laughs> sleep in my bed with me and my ex-wife. Right. Two 70 pound dogs. Right. That's two of him <laughs> times two. <laughs> yeah, I know. But they snuggle like a fucking baby, man. They snuggle like, like a little baby like, right up next to you. Thing. He's right on top of you. Either in like, between your legs, they'll snuggle in like a little ball. Yeah. Or they'll like up underneath your armpit, they'll snuggle up to you like a little baby asleep on your shoulder. Yeah, if I go to my side, he goes to my legs. Mm-hmm. If I turn on my back, he comes up to my freaking... Like he'll lay long ways right against, in, right against your against body. Yeah. yeah. But, like, he is such an asshole when it comes to the, the, like, I'm like, bro, like, I have this, like, I tried to sleep, I started to start sleeping in the center of the bed, since I don't have to sleep on one side anymore. Right. Yeah, this asshole don't let me. He takes up too much room? <laughs> he'll, like, push you over? He'll, like, nudge you? No, he'll sleep on top of me. <laughs> oh, shit. So, he knows he's not near the edge. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> then I get hot, and I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Get off me. You get to shift, so and he... And then I shift, and then... And he gets the center. <laughs> he gets center. <laughs> He's a dick. Oh, man. Sounds about right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Because my dogs him. would either end up in the center or at least closer to the center than my body. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, yeah, no, he he knows what he's doing. Yeah, for sure. Like, this little dick. But no, he's he's definitely a good cuddle buddy. Yeah, man, I need to get another dog. Cause I ain't got dogs no more. I need to get him a playmate. I wish I, could, I wish I could see my dogs. I need to get him a playmate. I don't think that's gonna happen anymore. Well, sh- well shit! If I could, if I could fucking ever see my dogs again, I'd bring him around Scott's because I know Scott knows him. Mm-hmm. He's nice. He, he's a submissive dog for the most part, which Frank and Maxie both kind of need because they're. Frank's a fucking bulldozer. Yeah. And Maxie don't really even pay attention to the dogs. She just pays attention to people. But she needs a dog that's not going to be in her shit. Scotch ain't going to be in her shit because Frank's going to be in his shit. You know, freaking... He got along with Maxie great. Yeah. Him and Frank had a couple... Yeah, a couple. couple It's because Frank's a little overbearing. He's kind of a fucking bulldozer, dude. Like, he just like... He likes to stand over smaller dogs. Like, stand like... I'm the boss of you, bitch. Like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? He, like, squares up to him. Mm-hmm. Even, like, little tiny Frenchies. They weighs, like, fucking 20 pounds. He'll, stand, he'll, like, square up to him. And, like, shake. And, like, what are you going to do, bitch? 
<laughs> it's fucking weird. But he's like best friends with them. I don't know what it is. But but Scotch was a little bit different. They growled a few times, but yeah. Maxie don't give a fuck about other dogs. If it's a boy dog, she don't give a fuck. If it's a girl dog, she don't get along with. <laughs> we knew for a fact that we could not get Maxie a girl dog as a sibling. We knew. We had to get her puppy, and it had to be a boy. It had to be a boy because we knew she didn't get along with females, and it had to be a puppy because we knew she had to be able to snip at this bitch as he grew up to teach him, hey, that sh- you can't do that shit. I'm a fucking, I'm a bite you. You can't do, you can't step on my face, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. Um, like you're not eating out of my bowl. Like you got your own bowl. Go eat out of that bitch. Like I eat out of mine. And she, and she, she has always been well behaved. There's one time she did something wrong. One time. And I beat her ass one time. She's never done anything wrong since. Never messed in the house. Never chewed up shit she shouldn't chew up. It's always Frank doing shit. It's always, <laughs> it's always Frank chewing up the plant, chewing up blinds, chewing up shoes. He would take shoelaces and fucking grab the shoelaces and then throw the shoe around by the shoelaces. Mm-hmm. And the shoelaces, when I'd come home, would be cinched to the fucking nines, bro. <laughs> Them bitches would be like zip-tied tight as fuck <laughs> because he would grab he would bite the shoelace ends mm-hmm. and shake the fucking shoe around and tighten the shoelaces until they were not <laughs> able to be tightened by a goddamn centimeter <laughs> so that was fun but then it became blinds and plants like he just he chew on plant leaves the plant leaves in the house like oh, fuck you, you can't eat that shit <laughs> we feed you you're fat and we <laughs> feed you you need to stop <laughs> you know what I mean for some reason, Tina wanted the fucking plant in the house. But, yeah, dude. Goddamn, Scott's so cute. I miss my dogs. Yeah. Good one. I got him freaking because he looked like my childhood pup. Yeah. A little bigger. All right, man. Well, it's yeah. been fucking three, like over three hours. Yeah, yeah, this is a long. It's one. been a long conversation. Right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, complaining. Yeah. It's good. We we talked about fucking all kinds of shit. What did we talk about? Fucking your youth project. Uh, fucking house. Buying the houses. Right. Uh, fucking. Debating things. Debating. I was gonna say my my communication skills again. That suck. Yeah, (laughs) terrible. I I feel like that's been a topic a couple times on this podcast. Yeah. (laughs) All right, man. Well, I'm gonna smash these ribs that you're about to send me home with. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna smash them before I even leave. (laughs) All right. So, uh, yeah, those are gonna be good. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, until next time. Yeah. Until next time, dude. We'll fucking do that Costco shit. We'll do it. Yeah, we gotta get that done. Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, we gotta do that soon, man. Mm-hmm. That works. I need to buy food tomorrow because I'm out of eggs. <laughs> I I do my fridge is bare. Right. Uh, I just been I've been stressing about like I need to go grocery shopping because <laughs> I can all I have is meat and right. I have some cottage cheese and fruit. Right. That's all I have. I ran out of everything else, but um. All right, man. Well, I'm going to get home. 
Um, I'm, I'm, I got a couple things I want I want to talk to you about after we okay. turn off the podcast. But uh, yeah, right. yeah, dude, this has been fun. Yep, it's good. Yep, I like the longer podcast because the 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 conversation flows, man. Yep, it's crazy. I definitely agree. I didn't even realize we talked that long, but. Yeah, no. yeah, when it hit two hours, I thought it was three hours. Then we hit when we hit three, it was like ten minutes later. I didn't realize it was dark. Yeah, <laughs> the sun went down, dude. I didn't even realize that either. Yeah. It's dark as fuck outside. Yeah. I noticed the sun starting to set, but I didn't realize that the sun was down. Right. Yeah. All right, brother man. All right, man. All right, everybody, have a good one. Yep. Thank you for listening. Later. All right, bye.